So guys, um, I saw this article about the bourbon and bacon festival All that's right. happening in Portland, Oregon, and it's I want to say it's the most hipster thing in the world. I really do. But then again, I love both of those things, so I can't really kind of complain about it existing. Also, you know? we can't let the hipsters have everything. Right. Exactly. I don't think hipsters, like, trying to take over, like, bourbon and, like, bacon. Like, no, man. We need we need to be original. We think of something cooler, something better tasting. Like, we'll, we'll, I don't know. What would you guys, like, have, you know? Like, two things? Two things. Two things. Does it have to be a drink and or a beverage and a food, or can it be, like, can I get steak and potato festival? Like, it has to be like two foods. <laughs> no, no, it's, or... it's, I, I think probably for this question, we'd want to do a food, like a wholesome food and a drink. Got mine. Got mine. All right. All right. Ribs and grape soda. One <laughs> <laughs> fact about uh, uh, our newest guest, um, he's actually Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so ribs... And actually, I would Ribbons, go. Drips and great soda. Isn't that just a normal party in the summer, though? Uh, yeah, Fourth of July. I'm waiting for it. It's coming up, uh, or any other black uh, holiday that comes. Martin Luther King Day with barbecue and. See, I'm just saying. All you got to do, folks, to find this festival is go to your local uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Yep. Uh, Liquor store. <laughs> Liquor store. Liquor store. And or gun shop. <laughs> nah, nah. There's no gun shops in the hood. Well, shops. They well, don't. Have... Well. Walmart, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> it also depends what you mean by the word shop. True. Like, so, oh, do they make? Do they have taxes? No. no. So I know where I can pick up a few guns. See, anyway. see, my place exists already. For my my two things in the world, um, even though it sounds also like I'm taking Corday's answer, um, it's in Los Banos, California, and it is the KFC A and W root beer shop, a, K- a fried chicken and root beer festival. That would be my own personal. Heaven on Earth. I fucking love fried chicken. I you should have lo- <laughs> seen your boy's face right now. <laughs> what, what did his he face say? Like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, my heaven is Ruby floats and fried chicken. Don't judge me. That's like it's my honest to god opinion. Yeah, maybe Corday said you know grape soda and ribs for joke, but I love fucking root beer, man. I mean, if I gotta have like a you know eat and drink, it's like you know. Uh, Pussy and what else can you drink? Uh, never mind. I'm not going to answer the Pussy. second part of what you can drink semen. from a woman. Semen. <laughs> Pussy and semen. I got, I, got, I got my juices and then I got my protein. <laughs> Pussy and semen festival. No, but uh, that's gross. Let's not get too gross yeah. right off the bat. Um, mine would have to be lasagna because lasagna's fucking bomb. And uh, fuck, man. Whiskey, because I just drank some Jameson. So lasagna and whiskey. It also <laughs> makes sense for me since my last name's Italian anyway, and I I I uh, identify with the Irish a lot, and then just 100 percent Mexican. I'm all over the place, man. So, so what are you, I'm international in myself. So are you just Garfield? Is that what this festival is? Yeah. Essentially a Garfield festival. Yeah. Because you know, you know, the his, his owner was fucking downing some whiskey every day to deal with his depression. You know that, right? Wow. Right. And then you had a dog that was crazy and a lazy ass cat. Very true. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I change mine? I just, I just thought like my inner uh, blackness came out and thought about it. you know, uh, ribs and Hennessy sounds way better. 
That bread of soda. Because you need something to cut that grease from the ribs. Exactly. Because you got you can marinate the ribs in the Hennessy and then like you know the like leftover juices you can get like drunk off of. I'm like, right. man. The <laughs> leftover juices. The leftover juices. Let that caramelize on the ribs. Mm, this sounds good to me. Yeah. All right, fine. Let me change my answer. It's gonna be the tequila and taco festival only at the Mexican stereotypes.com. Uh, um, that's that's every every family thing, Sam. That, that's true. What? Wait, 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 your house, right? Fourth uh, of July, your house? Uh, probably. Yeah, my folks will actually be in town. The past like six years, they've been like in Mexico. It's <laughs> kind of ironic. They spend Fourth of July in Mexico. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of not ironic. It's just kind of like. Well, I remember a couple of years ago, my parents were like, "Oh yeah, we're on a cruise, like actual ship, like it was a Spanish galleon <laughs> Jesus that was Christ. made in like seventeen, like." <laughs> It was 1763 or some shit like that, the ship. Right. And it got converted into, like, a modern, like, party boat. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're watching. They're in Cabo San Lucas watching the fireworks go off. I'm like, why are they celebrating? Whatever. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And I was there on a ship that's older than this goddamn country. Jesus Christ. Damn. And and the messed up part about it is that they go, like, conquistador around the middle. Did a couple of people in Central America get scared? Like, not again! No! <laughs> Shit! Fucking, <laughs> the stars didn't tell us this. Is that Columbus? No. <laughs> no, that, no, that, that was, yeah, Columbus would have been like, we're here, let's... We're gonna be cool now, right? Yeah. No, we had, we had... Spaniards came, um, so we're gonna take all your shit and rape all your women. Savvy? Sound good? You have awesome. gold, right? I heard of a city of gold. Alright. Where is it? Show so, me tell now. Tell us where your gold is and you get to live. No, psych, you're gonna, here's this blanket, here, keep, thank you for telling us where the gold is, here's this blanket, it's full of smallpox, but don't, don't worry about that. Then it came to, hey, you wanna join our religion? Uh, no, head cut off. Hey, you, you wanna join our religion? Uh, yeah, sweet, go stand in line, go get your, go get your brand. Oh, history. (laughs) And that's how Mexicans are made. Hey, man, we're the, one of the only people on the planet that could, that didn't exist till about 1940 or 1492. <laughs> 1942. 1942. Well, we didn't the exist Mexicans. in this country till about, they didn't consider us people till about 1942. That is know? true. What was it? Uh, what was the name of that sign you had? Just so you can tell Corday, the one that your teacher oh, had? The teacher had in my uh, at a, uh, college class. He had no coloreds, no pets, no Mexicans. We were below pets. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, guys, uh, with that said, we're going to get into it. Let's fucking do it. This is the Fantastic Voyage. Man, 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 there's music that oh, we man, that we cut it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hear the intro. Gotta song. hear the intro. Okay. I still need to make that text message. Man. Anyway, folks, welcome to the Fantastic Voyage. I am Sammy Gonzalez with themexcellence.com. Thank you for joining us once again. And on today's show, uh, my brother's not here. He is in Europe doing God knows what. God knows what. God only knows what my brother is doing. I think he's going to Paris. Uh. He's not going to be doing too much crazy stuff because he's with his wife. But if we would have went with them, it would have been like a story we couldn't tell when we got back. That, yeah, or we would have told an animated and got lots of money off the royalties. But that being said... And then thrown in jail. But that being said, we're going to start with our person that's always here. Let's go with you. Me, uh, as everybody knows by my sultry voice, the one, the only, the fantabulous Gurgi. 
also known as Will. Fritz! <laughs> and, and, and standing in for my brother, uh, the regular as uh, Gilbert Gonzalez, we have Corday Snell. Hey, everybody, how's it going? You know, uh, about time we got a cool black guy on this conversation. You know, I heard it's another black guy, but that's the token black guy. I'm the cool black guy. We have yeah. another black guy on this We, we were going to have another black guy, and then he, he, he called out last minute, so we filled him in with another new black guy. So you, sir... Are the Black Excellence? I'm the Black Excellence. He is the Black Excellence. Black Excellence. Joining the Excellence. For what it's worth, Cordell, you were my first choice. Okay. Thanks. Also, it's Corday, not Cordell. I know. Cordell. I was Cordell Stewart. It's gonna be a while. I <laughs> suck at names. You know. You know. The fun thing about it is, I get that all the time. Like, hey, hey, how's it doing? My name's Corday. Oh, hey, Cordell, how's it going? Like, uh, I, I, I didn't have an L in my name when I told you. <laughs> Where did this imaginary L come from? Oh, isn't it solid? Like, wait, what? Like, I don't. Cordell. People, people fuck up my name all the time, so I'm just like, I'm just used to it. So it's like, oh, hey, Cordell, but I'm like, uh, uh. whatever you say, Chauncey. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> you say, Bob. Me. Whatever you say, Richard. <laughs> tell, tell me about it, man. I, I go by an Anglo name just so I didn't have to listen to people listen, fuck up my name through all through elementary tell, school. Tell them, tell them your name, might as well. Cause my, yeah, my actual, my government name is Guillermo. Okay, okay, that's so, I get So, when you start hearing Geronimo in fucking class, you're just like, you know what, just call me Will. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? The I'm most just... generic name, just call me Will, yeah. like Smith, you know, like well, that. Well, yeah. What's an easy white name for you to say? Well, William Tool, let's go with that. Well, that's <laughs> what it is in English, right? Guillermo's yeah, William. Yeah, Guillermo in English is William. So, oh, no, but the one that you went by in high school uh, that bugged me still was Bill. Bill, that was, that was, uh... Yeah, I changed my. Yeah, I don't know. I was fucking weird. He, he went to, well, he I went went to elementary school, middle school, and most like two years of high school by Bill because that's what my the people call my dad, who's the same name as me. And then I was like, nah, I'm gonna change it to Will just because, you know, hashtag YOLO. Right? <laughs> 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 Time people get my name wrong, so I'm gonna change it. Hashtag YOLO. Hashtag I just. Don't be frustrated anymore. <laughs> as long as hashtag, hashtag tired of being frustrated. But anyway, guys, I've, we've brought in uh, Corday to replace my brother for the time being while my brother's gone. I think he's been gone for two weeks. Uh, Corday's starting in this week. He's uh, my new neighbor for the summer. So he might, be, he might be joining other podcasts if we got time. Maybe. Who knows? But let's see how this goes first because we're going to get see, into Corey, it. See, Martin, we can get a token minority too. Yeah. So we let's do another podcast. There's two black guys do podcasts. They have a they have a token Mexican. Oh yeah. yeah. So right. now, so we have to flip the table. So uh, anyway, folks, if you don't know, uh, doubletoasted.com, go take a look. Uh, they're black. But anyway, we're gonna get into <laughs> it. We're gonna get into it today. We are going to address the issue that is uh, the Charleston, you know, massacre, shooting, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is a it is terrorist attack. We'll call it a bunch of things. Uh, but we are gonna go over it because. Uh, here at the Excellence, we like to keep the funny, especially on our podcast. But just the climate right now really doesn't serve funny as of yet. But we'll find a way to make it funny because we're evil people. Um, there's nothing that is too soon for us to make fun of. But uh, that being said, we'll we'll get to the to the true heart of it. We'll we'll solve some some of those questions that have been burning, and uh, we'll even bring up some of the Excellence stuff about it, where um, we we'll kind of address Donald Trump. And like Ann Coulter, I did that on the uh, Today in Excellence video earlier this week. Uh, one of our most popular videos, yeah, it's been shared like 50 times by people that I don't know, which is kind of awesome. And um, so yeah, go watch that in the meantime as a prerequisite. Pause it now. Now that you're back, uh, we're going to go over some other things because we're going to talk about that for a bit. That's going to be our main topic for today. But some other stuff has happened, especially in Charleston. Um, 
Your boy, man. Anakin fucking Skywalker. He's losing his goddamn mind. Oh, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so Charleston's going up in flames. Anakin Skywalker's losing his goddamn mind. And then there's another story. We might get to it. We might not. But uh, there's a dude who doesn't age in Korea, I believe. Oh, yeah. He does not age. He hit puberty. No, he, he got to the age of puberty. And then just his aging slowed down to like a quarter. So he's 26 years old and looks like a 12-year-old. What? Yes. We'll, we'll see it. We'll see it in a bit. But uh, all right, let's get into it, guys. I like how most of this, most of our podcast consists of me not knowing what the fuck we're going to talk about. <laughs> run through it. So it's I was like, all right. uh, sure, I guess. Link is in the chat. Go ahead and take a look at it. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys. So obviously, we'll start with Charleston. You guys have heard what's happened. You've heard the things about it. Uh, twenty twenty one year old kid. I call him kid because he's just. And not, I, I don't think it was a child. I think I'm just as a guy who doesn't know any better. That's the term I use. Um, well, I think he knew, but no, right. knew better as the is the right way. I mean, he knew. 20, I mean, you're 21. You can buy alcohol. I think you know better than shoot up a church. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, he this dummy shot up a church. Uh, sat in a prayer group with these uh, with these church folk for about an hour or so, and he's like, "I'm here to kill black people." Killed a bunch of black people. Took off. Gets captured alive you know, less than a day later. Gets brought back. And the news media is reporting on him. Is it racist that he killed these black people? <laughs> is this a is this a uh, hate crime? That people were calling it. Yeah, this is only a hate crime, or yes. as some people were responsibly calling it, a terrorist attack. So there's been a big argument about the. Uh, oh, is it a hate crime? Is it a terrorist attack? What do we call it? I don't know. It's a terrorist attack. <laughs> so terrorist attack is a hate crime. It's all of the above. It's all of it. Just because it's, it's one doesn't mean it can't be the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, look, no, we have to classify it under one thing only. Like, and uh, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. You know, uh, <laughs> it's the yeah. Kate. She's a girl now, but it was a dude. Yeah. And so, are you saying that Charleston is the Caitlyn Jenner of racial attacks? Uh, I'm just saying that there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of names you can call it, and you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> no, I don't think it's the Caitlyn Jenner because Caitlyn was accepted. That, so, oh, there you go. There you go. That was accepted. People, like, people, oh, I swear to God, I watched the news and they're still, they're still talking about NRA that. dude blame the pastor. I was like, what? Okay, yeah. So yeah, well, let, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's start. Uh, where do we even start with this shit, man? It's so blatant. But I, let's say let's start with as I like to always start with is uh, the coverage. Now, a lot of news sources have. They were real like, is this a hate crime? Is this racially motivated? Is this, you know, they, they ask all the same questions that they do every time there's an attack. Uh, is it this? Is it that? And obviously, obviously it's racially charged. The, the guy had Confederate flags all over the place, burning American flags. He had the um, apartheid era South African flag, if I'm not mistaken, and another uh, pro-white countries and pre-Zimbabwe, I believe it was, flag. And these people were wondering if it was it's a racial thing. Now, I'm going to ask you guys. <laughs> it's quite simply because uh, apparently this is hard for the CNN and Fox News and all those things to cover. Is this racially motivated? Um, <laughs> I'm a, yeah. should, should, should I give my honest opinion or should I? I don't Okay. Give your... I want Give you your to be, honest opinion. Here's the thing. Okay. All right. All it's right. okay to rant here because this is a ranting space. Okay. Uh, I'm giving two perspectives on this. I'm going to give uh, the comedic approach in my honest opinion. Honest opinion, um, it's a racist, it's a very racially motivated uh, white guy going to a, uh, first, first, he has some balls of going to a black church and sitting in one for an hour. And I guess he realized, you know, this is too long. 
and then uh, <laughs> shot the place up. Uh, <laughs> I was going to a Catholic man. <laughs> you know, man. It's, it's, uh, stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Uh, <laughs> very, very racially motivated. Whenever I see, like, uh, it's always crazy when I always see, like, a white guy just going somewhere, shooting over place. And then you never see him shot. He's always arrested, you know. They always brought out. Uh, he's never shot at. He's, like, right, you know, and then they try to figure out, well, what was the reasoning behind this? Maybe he's crazy. He's racist. And he just wanted to kill some black people. And what he did, he accomplished that. Killed nine people. Now we're going to go to the jury in the trial. He's probably going to be doing some other crazy stuff in jail and bring more attention to himself. Like the guy who did, uh... Who uh who bombed and shot up the place at dark the dark night returns? Yeah, that kid. What uh, fraud, dumbass. Killed Aurora. tons of people. Aurora. Uh, security was doing, wasn't doing their job. But anyway, back to this guy. <laughs> Confederate <laughs> flags. Get, security gets paid sixteen bucks an hour. I don't know about you, but that ain't enough money for me to be a hero. I mean, I mean, at least you can at least saw some guy coming in with some duffel bags. I mean, that, that too, seriously. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I went I mean, to a movie theater with a backpack. Sir, I, no backpacks, right, no recording devices. Right? They, they say they say no backpacks. Like it's a duffel bag. You know, you probably had this. That, oh, he's gonna set up the tripod. You know, but probably, he was white. Yeah. So he had orange hair. He asked oh, the Joker. The Joker comes in with the bag when he shot up the bit. Ba- oh, yeah. The ba- oh, I remember so, that scene. So this is crazy because I just think it's it's always funny when well it's not funny but. It's ironic to whenever, like, a killing that a white guy goes off on a killing rampage and kills, like, pe- innocent black people or, or innocent colored people. And then they always try to figure out, well, what was the motivation? Was he, like, was he all that all there? Maybe he was, like, you know, he needed psychiatric help. Like, psych- psychologists need to examine this guy and stuff like that. Or maybe he was just racist. Right? Confederate flag, you know. Um, a bunch of other flags that he, uh, my good friend Sam was mentioning that I could not repeat because I don't know what most of them are. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, you know, they say black people, we don't have history. We don't. Uh, oh, no. uh, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> well, you do have history. It's yeah. Really, really. Well, I mean, I mean, when it comes country. to, yeah, yeah. When it comes to flags and things like that. But then I started thinking about it. And as a comedian, my comedic approach, like, started to take over. I was like, well, maybe, you know. Like, this black church, because it said it was established, like, 199 years old. Maybe this black church, you know, was taking some business from the white church. You know, he was going up there and set tripping, you know. So it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a church, but he went in there and set on the mass. And, you know, it was like, he was like, I see why they winning. You know, they, 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 don't, do as much t- they don't do as much tithes and offering as we do. We do four tithes and offerings. They do one, and then people leave before it. Uh, and then, and then that's my boy. He was like, "We gotta end this now. We gotta end this today." And then he, that's why he killed people. You know, it was a uh, church body. It was rivals. You know, it was kind of like, uh, you know, it was kind of like uh, the game and the Young Thugs a rivalry or like gangster beef that was a while ago. Except they didn't do nothing. Nineties, it was Biggie and Tupac. Back yeah, in the 90s, yeah, you know. But but going back to like the coverage, I found uh, this is the greatest, um, the greatest kind of coverage of white terrorist attack ever and it is the white terrorist bingo card have you seen this no so essentially you have a bingo card and you hold it in front of you you watch a news network and you try to make bingo you know five across five down whatever with these terms i'm gonna go over all these terms because they're hilarious and i'm i swear to god you've heard most of these being described as the guy who who did this by the way we're not using his name because fuck that guy just for the record he doesn't need any more coverage fuck him so, white terrorist bingo, the free space, is white privilege. All right. So, white privilege there. Then we're going to start. Which was, is this, people. It, uh, yes. We, that's a whole other podcast. But for today, was a good kid. 
Quiet, soft-spoken. I have heard that one. Smart, <laughs> friendly, and or sociable. Had non-white friends. Heard that one. Troubled. Heard that one. Loved comedies. Mentally ill. Heard that one. Had problems making friends. Yep, that's another. Mm-hmm. Loner. Just a yep. kid. Had a bright future. Not really. Fuck that guy. Enjoyed blank. Probably heard that one. Uh, news shows photos terrorists as a five. Oh, the news shows photos of a terrorist as a five-year-old. Not quite. Is called gunman or shooter. Absolutely. Was active in the community. Not quite. Did well in school. Is a child slash kid. Uh, the news shows interviews of people the terrorist knows. They did that like 17 times already. One of them, a black kid, was like, I don't think he's racist. I think he's just one of my friends. I don't know. What he's- I, I, I have not seen this part, but I hate when they always find like like the dumbest, like the token, <laughs> the token, the token dumb one. Then the token yeah. like a uh, black eyewitness man. Like, let's, look, let's walk up to the most coolest person we can find and let's get his reaction. Hey, Thomas, what do you think about this guy who's like, Oh, I didn't think he was racist. Oh, I just thought, you know, you know, he was in the wrong place, wrong time. He like some help. I swear to God, that was one of the things he said. Like something along those lines. Yeah, it's always crazy to me because they always like they know exactly <laughs> who to target. It's never the guy with the Black Lives Matter shirt or like yeah. you know, or who's been experienced racism. It's always like the coolest guy. Like, oh, I, I think guy who would have been an Uncle Tom. Yeah, like ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well, we elected like Barack Obama. Racism still doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Like. <laughs> There's, there's no such thing as racism anymore. We have a black president. You guys are so clueless now. You know? So, uh, what is your favorite uh, music that you like listening to? I like Jason Aldean. He's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Kenny G, that guy's a... <laughs> <laughs> so, Elvis! <laughs> Damn. The king of rock and roll! The king of rock and roll. Yeah! Uh, Little Richard? No, Elvis. Oh. What? <laughs> what? Alright, last but not least, a few last line. Love pizza, had a dog. Love pizza. Like, you know what so, I hate? No, that, I hate so, the fucking verbiage that they use because <laughs> this shit happens and it's all. Oh, he was a sick kid, eighteen year old kid gets unarmed kid gets shot in Ferguson. What a thug, a thug, grown ass thug man. I was like, what the? Wait, what? Yeah. Um, uh, I I hear, I see things on the internet that compare like how how um officers arrest a white guy who shot nine people and it's like them carrying out of his. Carrying the uh, walking the guy out of his house, and then it's like, how do they show or how officers handle a 15 year old girl trying to go to the pool? And it shows that incident, right? Yeah, and to me, that's not a same correlation because you know, one guy was not resisting arrest. My, I guess, my example would be what happened to Oscar Grant in Fruitvale Station, yeah, when he was handcuffed on his stomach and then got shot. (laughs) So, I mean, by accident, quote unquote. And then the, what was the other kid that had in, in Charlotte that they pulled him over, had him handcuffed, and then he ended up dead in the back seat? Oh, that guy. Yeah, that, was, that was Baltimore. 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 So, like, you but, know, but, how, but, nothing but, like that didn't happen. Nothing like that happened to this kid. And there's no doubt this kid is troubled. And that goes down to, like, he, they admit, oh, well, just, he, bought, uh, he bought his pistol on his 21st, with his 21st birthday money. I was like, how the fuck did a crazy person get a gun? Why right. is that still a thing? How many more people? I, th- I thought it would end at Sandy Hook when a bunch of little white babies died. No yeah. shit. And, and by the way, by the way, with the one you were looking for, that was in the state, it was Walter Scott, the one who got shot in the back five times, shot at eight times for having a broken taillight. And for stealing the cop's taser, which you see on the video, was planted and then non-planted on him. 
Yeah. Again, that shit. That shit gets me mad because the same it's, goddamn city, like yeah. or town or well, state. Oscar, thing. Happened to, uh, the same. That happened. To, I mean, Oscar Grant too. He got handcuffed in the fucking train station. That happened in 09, though. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was crazy. Cause I, I caught Bart. Cause I remember that happened in 09. I caught Bart to San Francisco. So I like, but uh, luckily I stayed. Like I met some, up with some friends, and we went to like further part of San Francisco. So I didn't. Luckily, I didn't get part of that because I could have been me or anybody else. Like. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, for the record, you're from the Bay Area. Right? I'm from the Bay Area. Yes, I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah. And so, like, I, I I go to Giants games and like Raider games a lot, and I use the bar. I mean, the bar drops you right there on the, the Coliseum, you know. Oh, so, and you go by Fruitvale, and just seeing that, it, to me, like, I have the luxury of being a light skinned a Mexican. Right. So I don't have that initial like when people see me, I don't have that initial fear. But as soon as I walk in and start speaking Spanish, and then they're like, "Wait, oh shit!" He's one of them snuck in. They get, he got close to me. He could have stabbed me. You know, it's like one of those type of things. I, I feel, and it's like, like wait, wait, what's his last name? Oh, that's Italian. Now he's all Italian. Right. So I'm very like covert, under undercover. And my cousin has a double whammy. Like he's a big ass Mexican dude, and then he looks like he's a goddamn sheik from Saudi Arabia. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So now, now, not only were they people were scared of him because he's a big ass Mexican, but now, with the lieu of everything that happened since two thousand one, now they're just like nervous around him. Like he's gonna blow up right now. He's kind of pudgy. Is that all bombs? I don't know what's gonna go on. No, but, it's fluff. No, and the, and the worst part about it is that if you actually let me talk, I am the sweetest, softest motherfucker of all time. It's like, uh, like I work a retail job. I tell you, these Mexican ladies come up to me and they go it's like progressive retail stores ever and you don't even speak spanish right and the, and the little mexican ladies come up to me and they go you know i'm not spanish and i'm like no i am an american citizen i don't know what language you're speaking ma'am but i uh i'll, I'll direct you to the right uh, associate that can help you with that okay consuela can you please help this customer <laughs> the, the crazy thing about, the crazy thing about that is uh i didn't even know you were talking about sam this whole time i'm like what cousin is he talking about and then all of a sudden sam starts speaking i'm like oh he's talking about you the whole time i was like oh Oh, you're talking about him in the third person, like he's not even here. I was like, oh, I had like this moment of clarity all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I was like, crazy. I just had to say that because it was like my real slow moment. So. See, because the thing is that I, I'm, we, we have a close relationship. The, the cousin dynamic is strong with us. Yeah. So he will refer to me in the third person as I'm here okay. because he doesn't give a shit about what I say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, the, at the heart and soul of it, he does not give a shit that I'm here. Okay. He knows that I don't give a shit with all my heart. Right. And, 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 he, love, and he loves me for that. That's the thing. And so, so this, this whole situation, like, this guy, is, he's a product of his environment. Mm-hmm. Like, these people were allowed to fly, to me, a flag of the symbol of treason. Mm-hmm. You lost. It right? shouldn't be around anymore. Yeah, so, so right. uh, before we go, let's let's start. Let's move on to that then. So, the Confederate flag obviously has now been brought to the forefront of being a major issue in South Carolina because it's yeah. it's right in front of the uh, state capitol and and people for years have allowed this kind of to fly. A lot of people consider it like a symbol of the South and part of their Southern heritage. I mean, the Dukes of I think it's the, Mississippi. Oh, <laughs> it's their state. It's flag. Yeah, and um. Like, the General Lee had it, you know, like on, you know, Dukes of Hazard, things like that. So it's a very big part of, which, quote-unquote, American culture, with deep-seated and negative histories coming from that image. Now, there's been talk about, you know, people saying, oh, we should remove it, including Mitt Romney, of all fucking people, said that they're, that he's on the boat for them removing it from the State Capitol building. And then you others... You lost. You can't... I mean, what yeah. the fuck? And so, you know, and the other thing they brought up a lot was that the streets are all named after Southern generals, you know? 
which is yeah. pretty like, pretty fucked up in its own right. Like what did uh, John Stewart say with the like uh, racist wallpaper? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And so obviously I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that we all want the Confederate flag to be gone, right? Absolutely. All right, so I saw I saw I personally saw a truck here in my in, in California, what on the left side of it was a big ass American flag and on the right side of it was a big ass Confederate flag, like flying, like actual flags. I was like, that'll make no damn sense. <laughs> that's just like, like you're rooting that's like having a Raiders flag and a Niners flag right next to each other. <laughs> Civil War. Civil War. <laughs> He's just a fan of the fight. Well, right? <laughs> he could be a Raiders fan. That's his home. That's his actual team. But then the Niners, like that's like playoff team because the Raiders haven't been to the playoffs uh, for so long. But then, but then, uh, well, that's bad. That's a bad comparison. Never playoffs. mind. Never mind. Playoffs. Well, play- playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> well, let's keep in mind that the Raiders did beat the Niners this last season. So let's hey, not hey. forget that. Hey, I thought it was the most hilarious thing I ever seen. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. And I had a feeling. That they would beat him because, like, I don't know. It was just like I bet the Reds gonna win this game. Big trap game. <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta. And, and we 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 practiced for two weeks because we didn't show up against the Rams a week before. Right. Got be like fifty two to zero. Or some <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. yeah. All right. Uh, just gotta. I gotta know the answer to this question. So is Colin Kaepernick your quarterback or? Are you not a fan? You're not a fan, right? I'm an Eagles fan, actually. Oh, you're an Eagles fan? I'm an Eagles so fan. So is Mark Sanchez your quarterback? Hell no! <laughs> Fuck Mark Sanchez! Fucking hate! You know, I was so mad because when Nick Foles went down and broke his collarbone, I know I was like, Fuck, we ain't going to the playoffs now. We ain't going to do shit. Well, I was like, well, we're going to have a high round draft pick or something like that, right? Then to believe this motherfucker, Mark Sanchez, teased us for the next seven weeks to being just on the cusp of the playoffs, but kept fucking up! <laughs> And we fucking missed the playoffs by one game and by the, the fucking Dallas Cowboys of all people with their terrible defense went to the fucking playoffs. Fuck! You know? <laughs> so, See, I, I, um, Sam, I know how to get to uh, under almost every team's skin. <laughs> I knew I just had to make him like Mark and Mark Sanchez. See, the Sanchez, baby. See, as, as, as Raider fans, for us having been so terrible for so long, our defense mechanisms are pristine, son. <laughs> like, you know, name a team, any team. Chargers, haven't won a fucking Super Bowl. Shut your mouth. That's There's about twenty. <laughs> there's about 15 teams we could do that with. All right. Uh, Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning's shoulder's not going to recover ever, and he's going to suck for the next three years, and you're <laughs> stuck with them. All right. That that your lease on that guy is running out, Denver. You better pick somebody up quick in the draft or something. Uh, very true, very true. Um, who else? Uh, let's just keep in the division. Um, Chiefs. Your game manager, Alex Smith, baby. Let him manage those games. Man, Alex Smith is so like overrated. He's like <laughs> a fucking game. I remember it was funny when Kaepernick was fucking. I was like, man, we should have kept Alex. Do you remember? Because I used okay, <laughs> like I used to be a Niners fan until they got rid of T.O. That was my favorite guy. I was I've been an Eagles fan since '04, so I'm riding with them. Remember before that? Oh I was, man, you went through the 2000 seasons. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh I'm a, no, the I'm 2000 a, the, the, Eagles. The, the, we're gonna make it to the playoffs, and that's about oh. it. Oh no, I, well yeah, and then well that year we went to the Super Bowl. Uh, but I'm saying like there's like man, we should have Alex back. We should have Alex back. I'm like, do you remember what he first did when he got in the league? I remember he he missed the two seasons with back to back shoulder injuries. They didn't cut him. You know, all of a sudden he has, like, one good year, but he fucking chokes in the, in the NFC Championship, and all of a sudden you want him over Kaepernick, and then he gets to Kansas City, and all he do is manage the team. Like, like and then I'm mad about Andy Reid, too, this motherfucker, because, like, how is it, how is it, you, you pass the ball all the fucking time when you're in Philadelphia, right? And the yep. moment you get to Kansas City, you actually don't have a quarterback, and you decide to become a run 
oriented football team. But we had Brian Westbrook. We had LaShawn McCoy. We had Cable Backs to actually run the ball. But no, what's... The qualified fucking running backs in the game. In the game. In the game. But what you want to do? Oh, we're going to throw the ball 40 to 50 times. Uh, We're going to get Donovan hurt. We're going to get Vic hurt. We're going to like... And then fucking... I remember the... I remember it was that guy. But I don't even remember his name. Uh, Not Nick Foles. The other white guy who was before him. Uh... Uh, some other guy we like yeah. we wanted before Vic came and took a spot, you know. Uh, he had him starting. I'm like, this dude fucking sucks. You know, funny about Philadelphia, we're only successful with black quarterbacks. Think about it. <laughs> Damn, and that's, and they're, they're riding on that one. Like one of these years, one's gonna win the Super Bowl, and then they put the money on the wrong one. Yeah, there goes Brian. Uh, freaking what's his name? Uh, what's the fucker from Seattle? What's his name? Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Wilson. Even though he, does he count? He's about he's a halfling, right? He, he counts. He's black. He's a daywalker. He's black. He's black. He's black. <laughs> he's Obama. It's a it's Obama terms. If you're Obama black, you're black. Yeah. So. But is it like the South terms? Like if you got to drop a black in you, you're black. <laughs> the South. I mean, to me, it's well, like if thanks you for look, bringing it back. If, by if the way. you look black. All right. Oh, oh, how about that lady from the NAACP in Washington? Oh, uh, no, nah, she fucking did that shit. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we talked about that last week. Hold on, we talked about that last week. Let's have a black man's opinion on Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, we can only go so far. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm tell you from the beginning. I knew nothing of her, nothing about her, and I was like, oh, this white chick want to be a, a black chick. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess you want to be a black chick so bad. And like she was passed, and you know, uh, she's part of NAACP. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then my, my friend told me about the negative shit she was doing. Like she was using being black as an advantage, using the word nigga, uh, <laughs> oppressing other black people, like while she was in positions of power. So basically, you basically infiltrated the system like a motherfucker. Like you, yes. like, you like the realistic mission impossible. Am I, am I like, six know, on this motherfucker? Like, like, I heard that shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? And then I, it's crazy because uh, I, I found, like, I was going before I came back down to Santa Barbara. I had a book that said Black Like Me, where it was this white guy who uh, who kind of, like, uh, painted himself to look black, to look, or look darker, I forget. But he was, like, he was, like, mixed or something. I, I forget. But and, he, and, then, and then he starred in the movie The Jazz Singer, and, <laughs> and it worked out great for him. So it was just crazy. I'm like, this happened, and they actually had a book on this. So I'm like, did she, because the book's pretty old. So I'm like, did she read this fucking book? To fucking, like, was this like her Bible? Like, how to be black and shit like that? Because it, like, it was like an experiment, but I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, this shit's fucking crazy, yo. Hmm. See? Being black. Now that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So. I know what you're referencing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm lost. Right. Oh, it's all right. It's no, all right. Um, it's a very specific. We'll get to it later. But you were yeah. saying. Uh, my thing is, is like, she kind of did what I want to do. Like, I kind of want to infiltrate the Border Patrol and just, like, <laughs> open the floodgates. Come on. <laughs> oh, they outran me. I can't do <laughs> Oh, they outran me. <sighs> you're in a, you're in a <sighs> Jeep. Uh, the Mexicans is fast, man. <laughs> you, saw, you. you saw McFarlane USA, right? Them right you saw McFarlane USA. <laughs> Those kids are fast. They kept on running. Um, but let's go back. We took a nice little detour to the NFL, <laughs> to the Border Patrol. Let's go back to the Confederate flag. So they're saying the argument is, at this point is now, does the federal government step in and say, hey, knock that shit off, just stop flying it? Or do you think it's up to the state to just be like, you know what, let's be responsible. Let's not do. Let's not have this flag up by our own volition. I, or do you think I, they'll do that? As, as sick as I that think, sounds, you know? I think that I'm going to – I got to – Go with the. I'm a believing that our system works, even though it doesn't. But and the state should do it. Take the responsibility and do it. 
even if it's they don't plan on take removing it forever, but ban it for a while. Just do like they always do and like wait till people cool off and forget about like the like the, they did with the bailout. Like oh, we'll just lay low and we're gonna fucking like three years from now nobody's gonna give a shit and then we'll just put the flag up again. But if they don't, like I think he's I, again. I think it's a treaser. Tre- um, tre- it's a it's- sign of treason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, does Texas fly all six of the flags that they were under? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, the only state, I guess, I mean, it's part of the uh, Mississippi state flag. So uh, <laughs> I guess you can't, you can't take it from them. But if you're just straight up flying the Confederate flag, like, why? Mm-hmm. I understand it's part of your history, but, like, I- so is skinning and... Native Americans are scalping Native Americans here, and we don't have like, there's not like a any homage to that. Like none of the negative history here, you know. Yeah. Like I guess we still have the missions that are up in California, but at least those buildings are churches and they look pretty, and they have <laughs> negative, connota- negative connotations to them. Obviously, they were built by slaves, but <laughs> but if you put a tour and charge only uh, four ninety five for said tour, you have a great and, attraction. And if you like, oh yeah, and then you acknowledge it. You know, these were built by slaves, but you know what? You know, it's a church, so um, and, you know, um, deal with it. But what, like, are you, what are you gonna get mad at God? No. <laughs> <laughs> but my my opinion is Obama's opinion. You know, the flag deserves to be put in a museum. I think that was also the character from National Treasure who said that as well, uh, Nicholas Cage. But put in a museum. This is the flag. This is what it stood for. This is what they did. All right. That, but that's not we're fifty states now. This is our one true flag, America. That's very true because a lot of people don't go to museums because they're very boring. So, so uh, we should put it in a museum so nobody will see it. Uh, <laughs> except probably little kids who are like, what's this thing? And you're like, oh, it's a flag about people who lost. Well, why is it a flag for people who lost? Oh, you know, they're trying to hold on to it. It's like second place trophies, Billy. Yeah. Keep on going. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not from the South, so I don't get it, but I actually like hear that some black people, I, I've heard from other white people that black, <laughs> that black people embrace it or whatever because it's part of their history, it's part of their culture. I don't think it's actually part of their culture. I think it's just, it just grew up in like... <laughs> well, it is. Sit, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like, I don't think it's like a positive thing in their culture, but I think... I saying, they don't got like, they don't, they, they don't got chains and whips up in their yeah, fucking house either, yeah, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, right, right. I think it's just like something that like, you know, white people refuse to let go. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when the white people are always like, why can't I say the N-word? I'm like, you like, do you, like, you really ask me a question like, I, you didn't get enough of it for 400 years? <laughs> you got to say as much you, as you, you wanted. Don't, you, don't, you don't see slavery? You never heard of slavery or segregation or systematic mm-hmm. oppression or anything like that? Like, watch 12 Years a Slave and get back to me. Right. If you like shit and then... Yeah. And if you, if you don't want to watch it, okay, watch Django and Chain and Chain and you can get back to me. You know, I actually wanted, like, uh, Django Unchained to win an Oscar or Jimmy Foxx to win, like, best, like, actor or whatever, right? Because he was killing white people. But I knew, like, the minute, <laughs> like, the minute I seen it, like, you know, uh, he wasn't going to win it. Because I remember it was one part in there when uh, he doesn't even, he, like, picks up the whip and starts whipping one of the white guys, whatever, like, who <laughs> killed his. Three brothers. Yeah, yeah, three brothers. That's, like, my favorite part. Like, I, like, I, like, I, like, stood up. And, like my hands start going up in the air because he was just whipping them. Jesus, I was like, on the man. I, was like I was like, "Tell it what you." Watch I was like, "Yes." And, and then I seen, uh, and then I seen Twelve Years a Slave," most depressing movie I ever seen. Like it's it's a good movie, but it's like I, it's a good movie from the standpoint like I didn't. It shows like how real slavery was. 
but it's terrible because like all I've seen was old white people in there. I guess they were reminiscing about how things used to yeah. be. And I'm like, why the fuck is it only old white people in here? And why are they looking at me with the checkbooks? Like, I'm yeah. out here for, for <laughs> also, production. Also, that, also, that's the worst date movie ever. I took a chick to go see that. I don't know why. why. Are you trying to depress her into the sacrifice? We were, we were, we were both depressed at that. She's like, so what do we do? I was like, yeah, I need to go talk to my grandma about like how bad, like how bad things were back then and stuff. And like, there was like no like mood setting at all. Like, there's like. I think I need to go to church. Yeah, yeah. And there was that one rape scene, I guess. I mean, that was kind of hot, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not quite, not quite. So, uh, I mean, there's so I'm many... I'm just happy that now, like, we get, we're starting to get, like, um, Mexican, like, people that look like me in the movies. It's like, oh, shit, like McFarlane USA. And then now, for the past, I, I want to keep the streak going of a Mexican director winning uh, an Oscar for movie of the year. Got two years in a row. Got to keep it going. We can do it. Yes, we can. See some There it is. Um, so we're going to keep talking about the racist stuff because uh, it's, it's out there this week, apparently. But um, any last thoughts? As of right now, we're not, like, we're not political analysts. We're not going to be like, oh, this is what he should have done. This is the implications of what he did do. But essentially, is there anything we need to say regarding this? I really ha- don't have much to say uh, because it's going to go into our next conversation. And I've already said it on, like I said, the YouTube video I did. Um really just to sum it up though is this crazy environment that we're living in this hyper violent gun toting christian oh that was the last thing i want to bring up fucking fox news those motherfuckers they use this phrase and they've been using it over over. how is fox news going to spin this right that's the question that's like a game now how is fox going to spin this they use the phrase and i quote that this was an attack on christianity all that that the people who all die just happened to be black no, 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 they weren't black. <laughs> no, they're Christians. And and people are coming after our Christian churches. And and I watched it for about five minutes. And I'm like... Did your nose you, start to bleed? I know. I, I was like... <laughs> if I'm an old white... Let me just picture myself as an old white lady. Which is weird because... What reasons? But I pictured myself as an old white lady. And I said, this could just be like... The, I, in my head, I was like, the guy's black. The guy who shot up this church... And the Fox News context is black. It's almost as if they were able to take away the whiteness of this kid, of this guy, whatever, and with through their like fucking machine of twisting words and phrases and verbiages, made him black. Like in the sense in their in the negative connotation that they were talking about. Like it was almost as if it was like this killer of black people, black people killed these Christians. Like they were manipulating their words to where it was still black people's fault. And then people, like you said, the guy from the NRA blamed the pastor for being, was it too extreme or some shit like that? They, no, he just made it. Well, if he allowed people to carry guns into his churches, wouldn't have happened. Well, the person... The, <laughs> the, answer to no, the answer to gun violence is not more guns. We've done that. It was called the Wild West. It lasted 30 <laughs> years, and people like died at ridiculous rates because you can't give everybody a gun... Because people are sad, and pe- imagine drive- <laughs> people imagine are drive to sad. Los Angeles, and everyone had a gun. You'd be like, "Why'd you cut me off?" Pat, 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 or fucking no, you got my. You went to McDonald's. This motherfucker got my order wrong. Bah! Like people shot each other, <laughs> calling each other liars. Like <laughs> answer the more gun. The answer the gun violence is not adding more guns. It's fucking making sure crazy people don't get them that's the basic thing and why would you need to why would you have to bring a gun into the church 
the most <laughs> sacred and holy place that you think you would be at. Oh, I got to carry protection into the church because we got white boys going crazy over here. <laughs> and you know, oh, oh, and I hate the fact that that they, that they say to refer to him as a kid, like he's twenty one. Well, you can yeah. be you can be charged as, a, as, as an adult at the age of fourteen. Yeah. So how are you a kid seven years later and you're at a legal drinking age where they say by twenty one you should be the most mature? Right. So twenty one, I went out and bought a gun and shot some black people. Like that's that that's how he celebrated his birthday. Correction, correction. The gun was gifted to him. Gifted even worse. <laughs> Shit. Even worse. <laughs> this is. But oh, oh, oh. Well, real, real quick, in, in my defense, I say kid because I consider myself a kid as a 24-year-old 20, man. That's because you fucking play video games and sit around in your underwear and eat cereal. So, yeah, you're a kid. And, and, I, and I make this fucking website. So fuck you guys. But anyway, <laughs> not you guys, but just you, Will. Or Gerg, whatever the fuck your name is today. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> what, go ahead. <laughs> so, historically, this is in white folks' nature, particularly in the South. Um, there is a little bit of history lesson. Uh, the uh, St. Patrick's Battalion. Making a bell, El Batallón de San Patricio, a uh, group of Irish guys when the Mexican-American War was going on, and they're like, "Oh man, it's Sunday. We're gonna go to church because a bunch of the Mexican generals were going to the church that was across the way in um, Monterrey, Mexico." And so the Irish guys were like, "All right, well, we're gonna go to church. We'll be back after mass." And the U.S. goes, "Oh, we know that they're all gonna be there. We're just gonna blow it up with our artillery fire while they're all in there." And the Irish dudes are like, wait, you're going to blow up a church? They're like, yeah. No, you can't. Don't. So the Irish dudes traded sides in the middle of a war, in the middle of the, basically in the middle of like between like battle breaks, and joined the Mexican army to fight against the, 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 the Americans for the sole fact that they wanted to blow up a church to kill people. So this kid, that, that's the only time in history that I've read that Somebody has gone and wanted to go into a church and shoot people up. Like, I remember reading an article about, because you know how the NRA would be like, well, this thing happened kind of, but there was a gun-toting American in the church, and he didn't let the other guy do anything bad. And I was like, well, okay, that got lucky. But a church is the last place where I think I would need a gun. Next to, like, Disneyland. It's like, it's like, like church if, one, Disneyland two. It's like If I had to choose... If I had to, like, oh, you got to take a gun to one of these places, I'm going to take a gun to Disneyland and, I don't know, walk out with it, I guess. Cut the I line. Know. I'm going to cut the line. <laughs> I'm going to cut the line. You know, I ain't trying to wait an hour. Fast pass everywhere. Fast pass. I got a fast pass. Sir, they expired an hour ago. I said I got a fast pass, motherfucker. His, anyway. name, his name is MR15 or whatever. His name is Smith & Wesson. <laughs> uh, so. MR15. So, and the thing is that the guy sat there. For an hour. And then it's like, nah, fuck it. I don't like this song. And then went off. And the argument is, well, if somebody was in a good... Well, the guy sat there for an hour. How are we supposed to... Do you do do we do we need to frisk everybody when they go into the church now? No, we, no. you have to understand this. The NRA, the people in the NRA, sit with their hand on their gun at the ready at all times. It's like the Wild West for them. That's how they want their dreams to be. So it's like, hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. Their hands on the fucking trigger immediately. How, how, what do you think about yourself that you're constantly on the ready? Like, I don't... The answer to that is not much. They don't because, think much of themselves, I couldn't say. Because, like, I don't do bad shit. I run a website, play video games, and go to school. I'm not worried about the police kicking down my fucking door and, like, looking for bad shit in my house or, you know? So, and if, if you're not <laughs> doing bad shit or involving yourself with crazy shit, then no one should come looking for you. Very true. And then, 
if you're worried about somebody trying to steal steal shit from you or hurt your family, 90% of the time, the people just want your fucking TV. <laughs> so are you going to kill somebody for a TV or have risk them coming at you and trying to hurt you and traumatizing your kids who just saw you murder somebody and you're going to teach them, that's what happens when somebody comes to your house, you can shoot them. It's like, or <laughs> have insurance and then you get a new brand new TV, bigger one. Oh man, I got a Best Buy credit card. I got to use that again. There it is. Problem solved. Right, like, uh, damn, like, they're. I want to know where these protection rifles are, because the last time I checked, they're called assault rifles. There's no such. They, they, everybody wants to. Oh, they're for our protection. They're for our protection. From what? But oh, and, my, and so I think last point because we're just getting mad, and we're gonna get madder because we're gonna get personal in just a few minutes. Well, now, yeah, now. It, it, gonna it, it, yeah. So what's gonna? Yeah. Motherfucker, right now. All right, hold on. So the thing is, it's like. Uh, who was saying it? It was something along the lines of um, having guns, like you said, for pr- protection. Um, God damn, I lost my point. I just, I think maybe I just wanted to calm you down because you're about to yell at everybody. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I, re- I really lost the thought. I'm kind of disappointed. It's probably good. But anyway. Um, Australia banned guns and it worked. Yeah. Um, Corday, any last thoughts on this stuff, man? Like Anything you got to say about just this half of the Charleston? Because we're going to go into racism some more. Or Mark Sanchez. Fuck you, first off. <laughs> fuck, fuck that white kid. Fuck the guy who said the pastor needs to be carrying. That's retarded. Or allowed, should have been allowing guns in. Uh, fuck the Confederate flag. Uh, we should change that. Oh, I'm a, I, I didn't get to chime in earlier. But uh, the government should make the uh, enforcement change in the state. And the state should make the change. Because like, unlike uh, Arizona, they made changes and stuff like that. So the state, should, the state will have to enforce it mainly. And the government will be the have to be the backing because if the if the state does it or whatever, like if somebody can like fucking try to appeal to the government and then the government like oh freedom of speech you know, some other bullshit so. But Obama's making me take away my Confederate flag. Yeah. What, what was your response to that? And Obama fuck, Obama's right. You loser ass self. <laughs> you you can't argue with ignorance. That's the <laughs> you, thing. Yeah. Man. Like, you, 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 can, you heard it yourself, you folks. You can't argue with ignorance. Like you can go down there and try to teach the people and then be like, fuck you, colored. I'm like. Motherfucking no, man. You know, go, go back to your country, bitch. You ain't come from here either, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, that's the that's, whatever Pete Gustafsson. Shut the fuck up. That's the one thing that always pisses me off. Like, go back to your country, motherfucker. You brought me here. Look at mad at me for your fucking mistake. Like, your answer's fucked up. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, you couldn't resist a free cruise, could you? <laughs> I ain't never been on a cruise, my my good uh, son. I, I, got a, I got a thing with boats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, it's quite okay. Here it is, guys. You want to talk about this? Is where it's gonna get good. Right. You want to talk about ignorance and ignorant folk? Now, we have. Well, I'm gonna start with the the bigger of two evils, even though both of them are really shitty. Um, I'm gonna start with Ann Coulter's book, Adios America. And I'm saying it as Spanish as I can just to piss her off. I'll do it again. Adios, America. There it is. Or as is, is people would read it, adios, America. 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 And so she's been going on her little book book press release and, and going around interviewing people. And uh, George, well, she, this, I'll do the George Ramos one. The George Ramos interview, George Ramos being a prominent Mexican slash American uh, news anchor and, and reporter and uh, interviewer. <laughs> Who it took every ounce in his body not to slap a bitch. Right. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to prove her violent. I don't want to prove her violent. I don't want... Anyway. He goes on his interview Ann Coulter, and Ann Coulter goes along the lines of saying something like this. 
If you don't want to be killed by ISIS, don't go to Syria. If you don't want to be killed by a Mexican, I don't know what to tell you. And then she went on to say that Mexican culture is deficient. Culture, not people. Culture, the bitch. Oh, okay, so, yeah, so let me kind of give you the backdrop of why we're bringing this in the first place. So uh, deficient, our culture is deficient. And then in another interview with a kind of, I think it was, must have been like a pastor of some sort. It was a podcast where she pretty much said that due to immigration, that America was going to become, quote, Uganda. We were going to have segregation on the buses and the trains. And that everyone should be ready to have their little girls raped and pregnant because of all these Mexicans. And that, that the national parks are going to burn down and there's going to be pot farms grown in their place. Now, that being said, a pot farm in the Grand Canyon sounds like a fantastic idea. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Then we have Donald Trump. Oh, good old Donald Trump. Running for president. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is Mexicans or illegals. They, they don't bring the right type of people. No, they, they send. They send. They, bring, they, they send. send. People that they send. Are the wrong type of people. They're drug addicts. They bring drugs. Violence. Again, they're rapists. And uh, and they're not like you and me, is what he says. Some of them. But, oh, no, no, but you guys got to give him credit, though. He said that some of them could be good people. So so it's all right. I'm sure some of them are good people. I'm sure. As he said. Uh so hold on, let me let's, let's wrap it back. So my argument in the video I did in, on earlier uh, on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash/excellence. Look it up. Um, I kind of equated the the vitriol, the just nastiness that they speak, that Coulter and Trump and the myriad of everybody else talking badly about Latinos. Since the immigration thing was brought up in like high school, I was like, it's 2002, 2003. It's been an ongoing issue, of course, but the big 06. push was 06, 07. You had walkouts, walkouts and whatnot. And this has been going on for years. And black people, this has been going on forever, admittedly, forever. Um, uh, 400 years of forever at the very least, plus historically speaking, not counting day one, day one, essentially, as soon as gunpowder was invented, pretty sure that's when it started going down. And so you see this, this guy, you know, 21 year old guy born in 1995 or 96, 94, something like that, be raised with the idea and that these are some of his quotes, some of the things that he had in his head that black people are taking over, that they're going to rape the families, that they're going to, you know, take over the country that they're going to take over white man's country. So we see, you know, people, you know, the chickens come home to roost when things come, don't happen like that. And my biggest fear, and at this point with Donald Trump, one of the richest men in the country, and perhaps even in the world, and Ann Coulter, this talking head that is constantly on the news, saying all this stuff, when is it going to happen to us? That is my biggest fear. When is the, you know, because we are the excellence here. We like trying to talk about American culture, all culture, but... Latino culture in general. Now, when is it going to happen to us? Is it going to be a Catholic church in California? Is it going to be, you know, a, like every day, the border? All the countless lives that are lost and killed on the border? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 already happening. It's, yeah, us. it's, yeah, I mean. We just don't get, because this country, oh, man, this is hard to phrase. Because this country, um, we, we were taught about it so much, uh, and we, uh, about the, sla the slavery and against it with black people. Um, that is the, and then with the, um, guys who led the civil rights movement, Dr. King, you know, they were, um, African Americans. So when something bad happens to the black folks, it's usually the, it's the, what's going to hit the news, you know, and not saying that 
it's not that they, they care more about them than us, but it just gets more news coverage. The, the, because people the identify... Dialogue the, dialogue the dialogue is there. The dialogue is there. Yeah, the his, it's, it's part of the United States history. Again, like I said, we were below pets. And we've, we were here first. I have friends who are 100% Mexican, but have no family in Mexico. Right. Because the border, you know, crossed us. Right. Like uh, it wasn't... Three quarters of me, the border crossed us. Yeah, like... And my family. Mississippi West belonged to, Me- to Spain, and then it went away after, you know, after the Mexican-American War, the Treaty of Guadalupe. And there are, I mean, for every um, black kid that is shot, we can bring up the same amount f- as... Mexican kids, or Lat- any, mostly Mexican, but any Latinos, you know? So it's not like it's a pissing contest, well, they're fucking, the white people hate us more than you guys. It's nothing like that. It's just that we don't, we haven't even gotten to the hashtag of brown lives matter yet. Like, they, we're, we're cattle. We pick, we, they use us in the fields. They, we barely have started to emerge ourselves as, as a force in voting. Mm-hmm. Like they've started talking to us. I mean, so we we we're barely at the baby steps because one, our generations here are becoming more um, educated. Mm-hmm. There are kids like you who are third generation that have their roots, but ultimately, you know, grew up in the American state of mind. And it, it's interesting for me because I'm first generation on my dad's side, and. I'm not, I'm not more Mexican or whatever, but I've been to Mexico and you have family I've, there. I have you... family there, and I've seen how how that that world is. I don't know what they think of us, and it to me it's interesting for you because, or like I find it interesting in your part that you who have never been to the country, who don't speak the language, is thrown in the same boat as my cousin who just got his papers and came over. Right, and and part of the thing that uh, I also did on the page. Uh, the, I'm the hashtag. I'm not a criminal. Uh, they tried getting that going. I don't know how well it's doing, but essentially the idea that not all Latinos are criminals. And in that post I put up, I said, my parents were born here, but only one of my grandparents wasn't. And she was there for about two months and then they brought her over as a baby. And then she was an alien, you know, illegal alien as they called it. But otherwise my uh, grandpa was from Texas, uh, Arizona. Yeah. No, he was in Texas. Texas. I had one grandpa in Texas, the one we share. And my other two um, were from Harlingen, Texas, South Texas, like the tip of the, the tip of the, the, the state. Which, again, basically is Mexico. This is basically whatever. Mexico, but whatever. And, and so I have the privilege, you know, as some people check your privilege, all that list. I, I check my – I was born United States. I'm American. If someone were to come up to me, they say, what are you? I'm American. You're not Mexican? Well, ethnically, I'm Mexican. My parents are ethnically Mexican. Uh, the culture I live in, other than the American culture, is a Mexican culture. But I'm I'm as red, white, and blue as you can get. You know, Texas. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. right? Yeah, you're you're like, at the hell, you're... No, but like no, but Tejano's one thing. No, damn, Tejano is one thing. Tejano is one thing. But like when you think you know, don't mess with Texas. Here, you know, giddy up, horse. That's me. That's where my <laughs> my grandparents, my mom is from Texas. You know, and and then like you said, I get lumped in with the guys, which I don't mind. You know, because they're people that it just so happened that we had the, you know, the, the thing that happened where the border crossed us as opposed to us, them trying to cross the border. We just lucked out in that sense, I guess. But otherwise, we were the same people. I come from the same roots. It's the same stuff. And so to say that, oh, because one guy's jumping the border today and, you know, my family border jumped them. 
It's the same thing. We all want the same goal. And they can have the audacity to call us criminals and rapists and shit like that when a white kid just shot up a fucking church and we're the criminals? He we was, come here... He was, go ahead. He was sick. He was sick. He was... Tormented. He, he was we, tormented. The people that Mexico sends. He didn't he, have friends. Fun. He liked pizza. Okay, <laughs> this was in what I was writing, and I'm not, I'm just gonna kind of cliff note it. You want to know the type of people that Mexico sends? Like people like my father, who come to a country when he, not knowing the fucking language, not having a dime in his pocket, and and just in the idea of having a better future for himself and his family that he's going to have, comes to a country. Not knowing the language, works his ass off with th- three or four of his other cousins, gets deported. Said, "Nope, fuck it, I gotta go back." Goes again, gets deported again, goes again, gets deported again, and learn learns the language. Goes to work, goes up and down the West Coast, picking whatever apples in Oregon, watermelons in the in um, Salinas. What is that called over there? In um like Gilroy area, yeah, you know grapes here in the valley, does the work, learns the language, ends up working. You know, the guys who who come with them get, you know, get jobs working in houses construction. Mm-hmm. To now, my father is uh, speaks English. You know, I I guess he has an accent. I don't I don't know. I hear obviously I hear him. It, so it, it's weird because it it's it described like I said we've described his voice before very yeah. deep. Very powerful. The accent's there, but it's not like a, you know, it's not like a. Oh, hey, I'm here from the border. Yeah, like it's, it's not it's that. Like a, it's, it's it's like it, a Mufasa style. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like imagine Mufasa as no, an African. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, it, it's it's great because he speaks speaks clearly. He speaks, you know, he the, he knows yeah. the language. He knows the language. Yeah, he perfectly. He, I would say. Yeah, he yeah, he and um, I mean, there's a few words here and there, but obviously, I mean, he's not from here no but there's so, but there's people who don't know fucking those words either yeah they, exactly. they're born in the you know, that's born here the u.s the guys, education system you know and he does that he works in the uh, a school district a custodial honest living um he's the head of a high school and then the guys he came with are fucking union iron workers they just got done building the goddamn bay bridge in san francisco those are the people that come here i have cousins that come here on work visas and just work and build houses in the bay area to get money to send to their families back south. By, by the way, Cordy, that's your area. I know exactly so. what the Bay Area is and uh, Bay Bridge and everything. I rode, <laughs> past, I, rode, <laughs> I rode past it several times. Those uh, are his family. Every single one of them, according to Ann Coulter. Every single one of those people is his cousin. I mean, I see I see my family up there, too. I see a few black people. Well, know, yeah, I know. I mean, when it comes to work, when it comes to work, this is going to sound fucked up, but. All right, if you get offended, go fuck yourself yeah. and then come back. Uh, and Black then... folks were genetically engineered to be just working, athletic freaks of nature. I mean, that's, I guess, one positive thing that came from slavery. <laughs> just it was a large speaking. eugenics experiment because like, you get guys like LeBron and, like, fucking Davion Clowney that are, like, 300 pounds but run, like, 4240. Okay. There's oh, nobody oh, else oh. that could do that shit, man. Hold on, Courtney, you have to say something thinking about it? No, because I always – I hate this argument because I'm like – Cause like you know we were bred to be like all this you kind were. of stuff. Well, okay, 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 yeah, right. But but I'm like, not everybody's good. 
You know, I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys are genetically bred to be better than everybody, to be athletic, and and then I'm like, you never heard of that one black guy who can't play basketball? (laughs) You know, everybody, everybody who thinks. But I bet you he can clean some dishes like a motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Radio, and Cuba Beauty Jr. did a fantastic <laughs> job. That, 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 that was a good movie, by the way. That was a good movie. <laughs> I bet you he could butler the shit out of that. I mean, you saw that movie from Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. It was awesome. Butler yeah. the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. And then and then you're talking about people that took it upon themselves, like the, the blood that's in us, took it upon ourselves to be like, oh, man, you see that eagle on a cactus in the middle of the lake? That's where we're going to build our empire. You know, there was one guy that was like, uh, how the fuck are you going to build something on a lake? Hold on, hold on. Some backstory to that real quick. So just I know the story. He may not know oh, the story. Or uh, people uh, out there may uh, not know the story. I have no idea what you're talking yes. about. You know, so. you Mexican flag ride, how there's an eagle with a snake in its mouth and it's on a cactus? Mexican flag. You Mexican see the Mexican flag. flag. Okay. You see the Mexican flag for red, white, and green? All right. Yeah, so yeah. the story is that there are uh, Native Americans moving from Aslan going down to uh, Mexico. Um, and they come across this lake. And they see that in the middle of the water, and then they took that as a symbol again because they're Native Americans or they're Indians. Like this is where we're going to build our home. So they built their empire on a lake. The uh, Aztec pyramid of the sun is on a lake. Yeah. So when it comes to work, <laughs> we, we built pyramids and like irrigation systems. We pre- attempted surgery. We got to the opening. Somebody up pulling out the heart. It was keeping them alive and putting them back in that we didn't really. And for Baker. the and for the record, there's no lake where that pyramid is built. Not anymore. They filled it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, filled they filled it. it. Like you there's know, what? a lot of lot of, admittedly slaves, but at least there were <laughs> people from around the area. We didn't go looking for them. We didn't import. We didn't our build, slaves. We did. Yeah, we were like, hell no, we're gonna go find our own and have them. But but see, you people, you slaves in your history, and you raped people, and all that stuff. See, it's in your culture. It's in your cult. Sam, Sam, if it wasn't for the Spaniards raping us, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But I, is that why I'm 6'4"? Yeah, and you look like your goddamn Ahachi. Yeah. That's racist. That, that is a racist term. That's why you look like I look. I look like Pau Gasol. Leave me alone. <laughs> scraggly-ass he's nasty six, beard. He's 6'10". Okay, yeah. maybe I'm not quite, but... He's 6'10". <laughs> So that's why. That's why. But like, that's why you have an Italian I, last name. That's why I have an Italian last name. I have a hell white skin. I have a German last name. Snow means fast in German. So I wonder what your people were good at when they were slaves. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I was. I know. I wasn't a house slave though. I know that for sure. I was. I was out in those fields. I was definitely out in those fields. You know. Oh man. No. See. And then like. <sighs> oh man! Oh, this is, and then just real quick, like, I, go ahead, Sam. I, I, I just so you can calm down a bit, you know. And then you look at my history and our our grandpa. That's that's the one I like looking to because my dad, he worked in the field, but he worked in my grandpa's field. He, you know, our grandpa, he had apples. I want to say grapes, and the main thing they did was uh, sheep shearing. Sheep, sheep shearing, and and mind you, this and my grandpa did it at a time where. Electric buzzers got introduced near the latter half of his job. So he was doing everything by hand. My, my dad has the shears that he used, no bigger than, you know, some lawn clippers that he used to, she- to shear sheep and sell the wool. And then he goes, oh, they invented the electric trimmer. This will be much easier now. That's how hard that he worked before. Think about having to, one, wrangle a sheep, two, 
shear it with a pair of kind of semi-dull blades. Now, are, now, are we lazy or are we are we hard workers? Because I don't know what stereotype they want to pin on us this week. Or rapists but, or, or rapists. criminals. By the I way, by the way, hold on. Right I haven't on. been convicted of a felony that you know of. All right, you guys, you want to know my? Well, here's my rap sheet. All right, rap <laughs> sheet number one, number one, jaywalking, fifty dollar fine. Hey, I got that too. Right, fucking, right. Yeah. fucking bullshit. What, what the old white lady walking right next to me, but they decided to pull me over and stop me. Okay, I. <laughs> Ma'am, is this ma- man? Is this boy her, her, uh, uh, harassing you? Is that what they asked her? Yeah, basically, bro. Two. God, I was twelve. God. I was twelve too. God, God damn. See, was, that's again. That's uh, I'm not even white, but the light skin privilege prevails again. Uh, number two. Um, I I told my dad I'd probably say uh, there was a uh, I got I got caught up. Yeah, I, mean, I know it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Don't need to. Yeah, you know. got caught up in uh, something underage some foolishness. Some fo- under uh, underage foolishness. And I did my class, and it's not on my record, so fuck it. Number three. Oh, it just recently happened. Uh, I didn't have, like, a proper paperwork on my car. And everything was legit. I just didn't have the paperwork on me, so it wasn't even a ticket. That's it. That That is my criminal record. That's the best I can do. <laughs> I, that's, like, really sad and disappointing. And so, like, when people say, what street cred do you have? I have none. And I'm not violent. I don't have games, so I'm not out there just raping and impregnating people. No. I just don't. It's You know, I... I I'm too timid. I'm like, you know what? Hey, do you like me? Do you want to go steady? Do you want to hold hands? Would you like to go to the weenie roast? All of a sudden, I become from the 1950s. The weenie roast. I become like from All the 1950s. All of a sudden, you become from Pleasantville. Yeah, that's that's how I approach women. So, let alone be a rapist, it's like that's not on my docket. That's not something that is I, something I want to do. Um, what was the other thing? Our culture. That man. Uh, you could talk about in us as individuals. Okay, because uh, you haven't met every fucking Mexican, because who has? I mean, there's, what, 42 million of us that they can count. hey yo. So, um, <laughs> but to insult our culture, the very thing that I don't know how many fucking people I saw with fiesta parties <laughs> for a Cinco de Mayo, a fucking holiday that I bet you can ask 100 people in a day, they couldn't tell you what the fuck it stands for. Fucking getting drunk and partying. Yeah, yeah. Cinco yeah. to Drinko. Get, get away from me, you fucking idiot. Hey, I saw the Cinco to Mayo. I, I need a chance to drink. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. I I guess, I mean, I, don't, <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel bad. I feel bad drinking on Martin Luther King Day. I, I don't. I'm more light a candle. I actually did light a candle today. I love Dr. King, man. That guy did so much for everybody. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One love. Nah, I'm tired of this, like, this, these ignorant ass people, like I fucking hate. It's on my goddamn bio on the fucking website. I hate the glorification of fucking stupid people. Like this bitch and culture can just say shit. Right. On TV, like remember that crazy Reverend dude that was on late night, like public access. Oh, the Reverend X. Reverend X. There's no difference between that bitch and that dude. Re- Reverend one. One's backed by. Fucking a multi-million-dollar news industry, and the other guy's just some dude who got paid for public access. Like, you seen Reverend X? Have you heard about Reverend X? Yeah, I've heard about Reverend X. Yeah. yeah, he was. I think wasn't he out of the Bay Area? Okay. No, no, he's the South. He's South. Earlier South. I don't know. Anyway, but Reverend X was the man who said, "Fuck your thoughts. I'm God, and bitch you not." So he said. He 
said, he said, the devil is a motherfucking liar. See, I believe in the power of Jesus Christ, and I come in Jesus' nice name. Who the fuck you come in the name of? Because I come in the name of Jesus Christ, bitch. I feel like these are Tupac lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that guy can do his thing, and everybody's like, oh, that guy's fucking crazy. But this bitch can say that the culture of Mexico, something that has been, I mean, fought for and and fab and and you know and fabricated over 400 500 years that it's innately bad that we're bad people that you can't uh, women can't ride the fucking bus because there's so many rapists bitch when have you ever been to mexico <laughs> yes i admit that the cartels have made the place a very scary place but didn't we go across a fucking ocean to fight scary people mm-hmm. because people are like oh we can't let that happen to people it's happening less and some it's happening less than 15 feet away from some americans houses and we don't fucking give a shit and you know what isis will behead somebody that just be right realistic isis will behead somebody but cartel members will chop off your nuts put it in your mouth slice your throat pull your tongue out push the balls in deeper and then skin you alive chop you into bits and spread you across the country they do shit like this or in uh juarez that's less than 15 miles away from um, El Paso, El Paso, Texas, for you people out there. Um, Texas. 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 They will hang Border Patrol members from the fucking freeway overpasses. Like, those people are monsters and fucking crazy, and I wouldn't want to get involved in a war with those dudes those, in the United States because those guys are insane. Those, I mean, honestly, just I'll talk bad about these people. Those are the rapists. Those are the murderers. Those yeah, are those, those guys. People, yes. But you, obviously the United States doesn't get, I mean, not, I don't know if it's, it's my fucking, yeah, it's obviously. Obviously the United <laughs> States doesn't get involved with them because, you know, drug money is just that good. Yeah, I was say that. I was say that, like, drug <laughs> money, yeah, exactly why they are. Uh, that's the why they, they're untouchable. The, you can't, you know, a country that is innately, that has a lot of poor people still in it, if someone's going to say, hey, I'm going to give you what comes out to me two or three hundred dollars a week to let us use you know whatever farmland you have and not rat us out to the police people are gonna do it because i mean the government can't do anything they, they make they make way too much money on the drug sales here in the states that they could buy anybody they fucking want oh also i have to chime in because uh, i learned this in class uh, i think university of santa barbara drug um, um it's illegal for somebody to come here undocumented and work, but then it's also illegal for you to hire them and to and to to do the work. So that's a lot of things a lot of Mexicans don't know or they that they don't tell you in the media is that it's not only for you illegal for you to come here, but it's also legal for you to hire them and and to, for you to do work. But nobody brings up that part of the but you, you can pay a fine. <laughs> but it's okay if they sign up for the army. There are a lot of I, – I, I don't have the numbers in me, but I know there are se- uh, several hundreds, maybe thousands of undocumented Mexican Mexicans fighting for the United States Army. Oh, I don't support – oh, I don't support – I support the troops. I don't support the Army, if that makes sense. The war. The war. The war? The, the yeah. War. Say, wait, <laughs> Fuck the Army. It's so, Navy, <laughs> Marines, cool. Air Force. Air Force and the Navy. All right, that's well, I mean, I support – well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Support the war. I don't, I don't support the people who are making decisions to send our troops off to war for battles hey. that they don't want to go over and fight themselves. I'll, 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 I, all I'm saying is that, hey, if, if they change the volunteer thing, 
Uh, I hope to God they do it. Just everybody got to serve a certain amount of years. Because if they go to the draft, eh, fucking each and every one of us is going to go first before anybody else. You know, Dan and well. As soon as the draft happened in Vietnam, they're like, oh, shit. Uh, why are there so many people that look like me on this goddamn plane? What the fuck? Well, all right. So those are the last name of EZ. Step forward. All riding, all riding commercial, too, by the all way. Right. All of those 6'5 and above. All the black. Fuck. All right. All right, all those named after presidents? And or Freeman. And or Freeman. Uh, but, that's, that's some history last name jokes, folks. Yeah. High so, class, high quality comedy here. So, like, it's okay for them to go fight in our military, but fuck them if they, if they, when they come back, they're not even legalized. They can deport them when they come back. Quit. Yeah. Yes. Why? That, that's fucking bullshit. So... I, I can't, like, I, I calmed down a lot since I first heard it, because I was fucking I pissed. can only imagine. See, here's the thing. You hear how angry he is, though. He's calmed down from how angry he was. He, I, there might have been a hole in the wall next to him had we recorded at the yeah, time. I, I, um, I've calmed down a lot, and I've, I've gone my sister's route of, because she's, uh, she's doing her master's in psychology, that you can't, you can't just argue, you can't argue with crazy people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no point in just yelling at them with facts and sense yeah because they're crazy but it'd be one thing if it was one dude at the free speech area yelling this shit or it but it's somebody that that has the potential to reach a lot of people and they're gonna fucking listen because they are in themselves fucking stupid and crazy and with shit like this i i've said it the past couple days it's either going to change start making changes like we're gonna start um as Latinos, and not even as that, as minorities, we're going to be like, hey, we can't let this shit happen anymore. Let's just, you know, come together, one family, one team. Let's go, fucking, what is it, the Council of Nicaea type of shit, and be like, all right, white folks, this is shit you can say, this is shit you can't say, this is shit that we hate. You know, what did you give us your input? We'll give you our input. And let's fucking bury the hatchet. Either we deal like that, like fucking civilized human beings that we complain, that we that we say that we are, that we're higher than every other species on the fucking planet. As far-fetched as that sound, and then we all know that's not going to happen. So the alternative is a lot of people are going to die. Because yeah. like my cousin Sam said um, earlier that if something like that, like what happened in Charleston, happens to... A Catholic, a Catholic church or a mass, a big massacre of uh, Mexican people die. I'm I was pissed off when Charleston happened because it happened in a church, and I'm a man of faith. But there's that little bit of a separation that the people you look at the people who have passed and the pictures of people, and you're just it's not making the the impact as I, I would feel that it would have for black, uh, African Americans or black folks. So if I see somebody that looks like my grandma on the news, I I can't. I can't tell you how I would react. I would be, I would become what the white people, what not even the white people, what scared, crazy people that listen to Fox News, fear what would happen if Mexicans, when those those crazy rapists murdering rape Mexicans that they think are here, I would give them something to fear. I I think that's how I would react. That that wasn't that you were gonna just start raping and pillaging. I hope you wouldn't if you that happened. No no no, I'm not gonna do that. But I, I'm going to the violence that they fear. That the cartel that they see, again, 15, 12 miles away from cities, would finally peel over here. Yeah. Because I, and in all actuality, we are not that far removed from our crazy, savage tribe 
1492 in rep- retrospect is not that far ago. Mm-hmm. And a lot that's why the people that's why we, there's a lot of Mexican boxers and fighters and just violent that's why we prefer stabbing people cuz we didn't have guns we used spears. Anyway, but um <laughs> History, folks. History. History. And so, America. 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 So it, it would be. It, I. I. I hope that we can start settling this shit because it's getting very, very tired, and to let crazy people rant. And I honestly think that, I mean, from a business point of view, they're letting fucking what's his name, Donald Trump, do this shit just to make Jeb Bush look halfway decent, because they're gonna be like, hey, look at that insane fucker. But look at Jeb. You know, like. No, no, he's not. He, what, Bush, no, his name is just Jeb. He has Jeb. no last name. Jeb. Jeb, just Jeb, which is the Jeb, dumbass name, by count. the way. That's just a, one of them white names. You lucky you ain't a name like fucking Austin or some shit like that. <laughs> All right, but uh, so Corday, having listened to kind of both sides, the American Mexican and the half Mexican American American Mexican, whatever what? you are, whatever you are, breed. I'm just first generation, man. Who's <laughs> also Italian? Who's also uh, I mean, the Italian's there, but it's like a few hundred years ago, man. Not even. Uh, your face is like, <laughs> your face up. is red right now. <laughs> anyway, Mamma mia. Sorry. So, what do you think? Having heard all this, in in terms of kind of serious, in the sense that how it relates to the kind of Charleston and kind of what we see and what we fear and what you, I, I guess, as a black man, uh, experience in in your own life, and then that also along with that. Um, what what do you find hilarious? Because I don't want to be all serious. Cause... I mean, well, honestly, I think mm, I was bit my tongue. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I think what uh, what Hispanics or Mexicans are facing right now is basically what Black people faced in like earlier on, like about fifty years ago, and it's uh, it's their term. So or it's I guess, like the eight seventies, seventies, eighties. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like their version of oppression right now that's going on and then like so like you said like blacks lead like most of the stuff like white to black like the history's there and um so it's kind of like when it happens to mexicans it's not seen as much because we're because black people are seen as like the most common threat usually mm-hmm. uh mexicans are seen as like you know these these illegals these undocumented people right um uh, unknown Indian, unknown indians are seen as terrorists or whatever and then like and then but they still are, like all this stuff so so when this happens to Mexicans, they're like, well, they're undocumented. And that's why they're bringing all this like stuff. So, so like I hear you say, like you're grouped in with the people who are undocumented. Uh, it's it's I, It goes back to the fact that white people, when white people like talk about other like ethnicities and other like races, stuff like that, like they're all grouped into one yeah. versus like when a, a white person, like the guy who sh- shot up people in Charleston, he's seen as one individual. Yeah. So it was like it's a way of for them to group us all and to include everybody. It was yeah. like not even like you yeah, say yeah. black people are Africans. Like sometimes like the thing with blacks like and Africans like that uh it's a disconnect because like people were born here, African Americans, and like sometimes old school Africans were like, You're not African American, you weren't born in Africa. So it was like a split there yeah. too. <laughs> so it was like and then like like so you call an African person who's born in Africa black, they're like, I'm not black, I'm African. Like, okay. And so it's like <laughs> so it's like it's like a divide. Make up your mind. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a divide between the between the two, but I see what you're saying, and it, and it, you know, kind of, it does make sense when you said like, if this happened to uh, Charleston, black people, like when it happened to Mexicans, uh, I don't know, like, but it seemed like, the point. The point I was making, like, if if it happened in a in the Southwest, if it happened in Arizona in a Catholic church, a bunch of Mexican people, people would still be sad, but it wouldn't 
I don't think it would be getting the same news coverage. Because, again, one, because it would have been like, oh, shit, at least white people are changing races now because it's not another black kid that they shot or, you know, yeah. and not another black person that died. I just think that um, the seeing it happen, and I, again, it's a sad thing, and I felt I feel horrible. Like, the anger and just the sadness I felt is for people that have never met that are on the other side of this country. If it happened in here in California, people that look like me or look like if I saw my little old lady that looked like my grandma, I'd been like, oh, where? Tell Ma to fetch my field knife. I'm gonna go help me a white person. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't watch the news that often, but I, was, I hadn't seen like honestly, I didn't see the actual people who were killed until probably late last night or early today. Versus, I seen the guy who killed everybody hundred times, like all numerous amount of times. <sighs> and then I didn't realize, or I didn't know that like most people who were killed were old. Yeah. That like yeah. that shocked me the most, and like, one uh thing on social media showed like the ages of them. The the youngest guy was twenty six. Yeah, everybody else was like in their forties, fifties, and I see like an old woman. I was just like, these are the people he targeted and killed. Like, like it, it crushed me because I'm like, you're killing innocent black people, not only that older people. Yeah, who are probably the most influential of the church. Right, right. So it's like Fuck. basically another way of of a white guy or white people taking out. The leaders of a church, leaders of organs, leaders of organization, leader of people trying to better themselves, and the culture as well. I mean, like you said, I mean, stereotypically, it's like who who's the one in church the most vocal? The older black ladies, they're the ones singing the loudest, the one with the most soul and the most spirit. You know, joking and not joking, really, because that's that's what got that. Like you said, that's what got you know. I got to talk to my grandma. That's what you said. We saw you know twelve years later. You went to her, you you know, jokingly because. She went through that, yeah. And, and her form of solace yeah. was the church, yeah. And for that to be sullied in such a way, and for the people who are who are who are uh, grieving yeah. to not be able to go to those nine people, yeah. A lot of things that are older, even the past, the pastor himself, even, yeah. Who most people can, I imagine, in that community confided in exactly. How are they dealing with this pain? Yeah. And I, I, that's what bugged me. Um, just kind of going into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was just a terrible thing. Uh, and then they put a funny spin on it. Um, <laughs> maybe he got baptized by them and they kept him a little bit too long underneath the water. You know, maybe he was trying to get revenge. <laughs> you, know? you know? Like, yeah, y'all, I, y'all always watching. You I know? couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I almost died. Uh, so, you know, I got baptized at 13, so I was waiting today to 21 to get y'all back. Then, you know, I just got to add a funny spin to it. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, like... Like when I heard the news, just kind of go into it. Uh, I was gonna do the day I released that video. I was gonna do uh, a freaking E3 video, my recap that I ended up doing afterwards. But I was like, I woke up in the morning, I saw the thing, another black nine people. Did, I'm like, fuck. I watched. I watched, put on CNN. Fuck. Yeah. And then I, I guy set up the camera. I grabbed two shots of vodka, slammed them back, and hit record. And I just went off. And and then I was like, God, not again. Because, uh, Corday, you weren't here uh, when the shootings happened. Were you at UCSB? Uh, I did a video about that as well. Yeah. And just the kid afterwards, how they kind of um, how they kind of glamorized him. And also the same with that Sarnev kid guy from the Boston Bombies and stuff like that. The way that they portrayed these guys, I go, they're going to do that again with this guy. And I have to get this video out before they start doing it. And I did it maybe about half of Half a minute before they started being like, 
you know, this is the guy that he likes pizza. He was a loner because they started doing that immediately after I sent out that damn video. And I knew it. I knew they were going to do it. I knew they were going to fucking do it. Like they do every time. He's just the twisted kid. He's a lone gunman. Every time the, every, the, every time the murderer is white. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, why? Why do we, we're, we, they, they kept saying this as the, the things were going on. Well, we do, we want to focus on the victims, but you went to high school with them. How was he in high school? So like you can't preface. We don't want to talk about the guy, but let's talk about the guy. That that's see me. We have that different kind of don't make no sense. We have all three of us have different things we're mad about, and me being the film and media studies guy, the media guy who studied took a class on uh, violence in media and understands how this works and understands news media, you know, on a collegiate level. It's it's a fucking game and it's a fucking sham every time. Is how long can we go? Without saying it's a violent, racist attack, a hate crime, and all this shit. And, like you said, how many more does it have to take? How many more? How many more? And, and how many more people have to die before either we make it by a gun, that before we make a change with that law? And don't, don't get on this fucking, my goddamn Second Amendment right. We can't change it's the Constitution. The fucking word amendment means to change it's from the word amend you can change those you can alter those we've done it before there's a thing called prohibition people like getting drunk so we moved it there's this thing called slavery we figured out that was bad so part two part two of that the founding fathers thought we should update the constitution every 10 years that was one of their first plans we didn't do it after that first 10 years like ah fuck that we're fine but that is that it's not meant to be set in stone uh there was a third thing well, fuck, and that was also it was made after we just got not sending home one of the biggest fucking superpowers in the goddamn world, and we were scared they would come back. Thank God they didn't. I don't know why, but they didn't. Lastly, this was the thing I do. We need we need our guns to fight Obama's anti-terrorism. It's going to be martial law, and everybody's going to the police state is happening. Here's the thing that you guys forget: one, the government has tanks and poli- drones, and police. The number two is they have drones. Yeah. Now. If you're really worried about a militia state, you got to remember, there's more of us than they are. And number two, they have to reload. So they can pump 120 rounds into 50 people, but the 51st person's going after that gun. And that's it. Numbers will always win. We can steal the guns. We can steal the tanks, just like most guerrilla warfare and militia-type battles happen. Your AR-15 or whatever guns, your little pistol is not good. You're going to get drone-bombed. Unless you're a really good shot, unless you're a really good shot, the drone's going to get you before, and you're all going to die, and it's all your fault. There. That's, that's, that's the end of that conversation. Unless, any final thoughts, because we're going to do one quick more story just to decelerate from that. Uh, last thoughts on all of this shit, guys. Um, I'll say Corday, go ahead. Gary, let yeah, me get Corday. you. Corday. Funny, not funny, go ahead. This is just last thoughts, because any jokes you want to get out, because this has been kind of heavy. I mean, uh... Why people need to be included in the fact that uh, when one crazy person does it, they need to include it in everybody, just like how they do with everyone else. Lump them all together. And uh, Second Amendment rights. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I'm done. I'm, yeah. It's a cool hobby, guys. It's a cool hobby. All, all right. right. Gert, go ahead. Um, What I think, what the Second Amendment, the guns and all that stuff, it's great. I own one. 
I have a Beretta. Uh, oh, you 90- got it? Yeah. Nice. Um, 92 FS. It's a fun gun. I, I go to the range and I shoot. Um, I'm not paranoid. Someone's going to come into my fucking room and take my shit. Uh, I don't have kids, so there's no like chance of that happening. And then when I do have family over, I completely lock it up. That no one, just make sure nobody even sees it out or gets tempted by it. And the fact that, I mean, the scary thing is, is that apparently uh, you're 80, you have an 80% chance of using it on yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> and, that's also a thing. So I was like, God damn it, I better not get sad anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, people, um, how many more people need to die? Doesn't need to be your specific race. Doesn't mean like a, not even, because apparently you can shoot up a theater full of uh, mixed races and it doesn't fucking matter. Um, they, they, it needs to change. There needs to be something highly regulated. Get rid of them all. I don't give a shit. I'd hand mine over to the government if they asked for it. Hell, Australia did it. They had buybacks. You get up to $3,500 for a fucking pistol. And they're like, people have that argument, uh, fucking, what about the criminals? Yeah, if there's no supply, the demand goes really, really high. They get really, really expensive. And if you have $35,000 to fucking spend on an automatic rifle, you don't need to be a criminal anymore. That's just, you saved enough money. Just do your thing. <laughs> um, white folks, um, it, racism exists. People, not even just white folks, racism exists. We need to start doing something or a lot more people are going to die. And then they're going to get... They're gonna get the reaction that they were scared of, that they're so that that they can go see. We told you they were fucking scary or murderers or whatever, and that's not fair because you push people into a corner. Right. Like my final thought on that is like when Ann Coulter said those things, I wanted I, she was gonna prove her right by firing me up like that. You know, like I was gonna get violent. Like I was like in my head, I'm like I'm gonna smack. I'm gonna just kill this bitch. But I'm like. If someone were to do that, then she's right in the eyes of everybody and all the ignorant, dumbass people. Right. And so that's why I had to make that video. That was really my therapy because it was like, how am I going to prove her wrong? I'm going to speak clearly, honestly, from the heart in a calm but angry and firm ter- anger, kind of firm manner, frustrated. And I wasn't going to prove her right personally, myself. I wasn't going to do it because... They, even though they don't mean me, they mean me. Yeah. And they mean you, Corday, and they mean you, Gerd. Yep. They, and so, because it, it doesn't matter. Whether I'm born here, Corday, you were born here. Yeah, I was born here. No one uh, says, oh, you're you from sure? Africa? You're from Africa, boy? They don't say that. They say, you know, go home. Go home. They go, like I said in the article, or, you know, they say, you know, why don't you go back to your, why don't you go back where you came from? All right, I'll drive four hours north to Fresno. Okay, back to, back to Bay Area. <laughs> there it is, all right. Cool. Sure, I live here already, sir. The best, I'm, I'm from the here. the best little city of, in the USA. God damn right you are. God damn right. But guys, there's a bigger issue happening in Southern Carolina, if you guys can believe it. If you guys can really believe it. Hold on. Um, I don't know, my mini-chlorians are tingling. tingling. What's going on? So... Guys, Darth Vader's on the loose in South Carolina. Man, that's not even Darth Vader, man. Darth Vader is on the loose. <laughs> coming out of Walterboro, South Carolina. A former child actor who starred in one of the Star Wars movie sequels faces charges after leading South Carolina deputies on a high-speed chase. Yeah. On Wednesday. That's pod racing, man. 26-year-old man they confirmed through the former talent agent 
is Jake Lloyd, the guy who played young Anakin Skywalker in the 99 movie Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. So, he gave the false name of Jake Broadbent, which, lightning question, if you were to give a fake last name, what would it be? Go. G- Gerg. Um, McGillicuddy. <laughs> Will McGillicuddy. Corday, go. Johnson. Corday Johnson, and I'm going to go with, um, uh, fucking, why did Vanderbilt come out? My name is Samuel <laughs> Vanderbilt. I want to use my first name, too. I, I want to use Albert, Albert Johnson. Albert Johnson. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I would use... Uh, uh, my I name think is, about that. My, <laughs> my name is... Uh, my name is uh, Rachel Dolezal. I am a... Ah! <laughs> I am a transgender... Transracial... There you go, transracial. And you can't judge me. No, so... I'm wrong, skin. <laughs> I'm wrong... Okay, oh, don't... We're not going back. Last week, uh, Corday, we talked about people who believe that they were born in the wrong skin. You believe that shit? And people who believe that they were... I was born were... to white parents, but I feel black. What does that even mean? People who were born or who believe that they are, uh, the, the, the suffix, I believe, is the right thing, is kin. So the person they believe they are dragon kin, as in, they were, in their past life they were a dragon, mm-hmm. wolf kin. Yeah. Uh, or my brother, uh, dildo kin, in his past life he believed he was a dildo. Okay. Because that's a thing that exists in our world. So he was being used by a lot of ladies, huh? Ex- okay. uh, that's one way to describe my brother. Um, but anyway, so... Deputies in coastal Charleston County initially tried to stop the fleeing vehicle early Wednesday afternoon, but quit chasing after the man drove into a neighboring Culleton County Sheriff's, uh, into the neighboring county. The chase lasted for more than 25 miles before Lloyd drove off Interstate 95, plowed through a fence, and continued speeding along the parallel frontage road, authorities said. The road ended at a dead end, but the vehicle kept going into the wooded area before it hit several small trees and stopped. Holy shit. I thought that was a I thought that was a Darth Vader impression. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very timed well. Holy <laughs> <Please> shit. <laughs> and so just this is the part that makes me saddest. Lloyd said in his twenty twelve interview that the role he performed when he was ten years old made his youth hellish because he was bullied by other children. His last acting credit was in two thousand five. So you, poor... you think in his head when he's being chased? All I heard was Now, I can imagine if Diggy was like, if any of you out there have ever played uh, the pod racing game episode one on N64 and learned the taunt button, the greatest button in the history of the world, because you had this kid doing the voice acting in it, just screaming nonsense, just like, it exist! This is pod racing! Whoa, whoa, come on, work! Like, it was the most, it was like, it was like the Navi of a racing game. It's like, hey, hey, look those, up! Those ships were so hard to control, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you remember the game? I remember that, I remember that <laughs> game. I kept, like, like turning and stuff like that, then I would just crash and, like, the thing would go up and stuff like that. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this shit is so terrible. But, oh, man, but, like, imagine, <laughs> like, that's the life that he's led. He's 26, he's not the, he's your age, right? He's my okay. age, yeah. <laughs> Which makes me mad because one, I could have been the Anakin Skywalker. Made me mad because I was like, "Fuck this motherfucker's my age." I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> there's like, already people going crazy at my age." God yeah, damn, right, right. I think Amanda Bynes is like my age too. She went off the deep end as well. Yeah, Amanda Bynes is very crazy. She's like it's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know what to think about it. It's like the, he was in fucking Jingle All the Way, man. He met Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. 
You think wow. that movie would be the one that fucked him up? Yo, right? that movie was dope as shit, man. <laughs> man I miss Sinbad to be real though. Yeah, yeah, Sinbad came back for like one comedy special and didn't do as well as he'd hoped, and then he went back into obscurity. It's kind of he, sad. He's no, he's he's on tour right now. I think he's trying to redo that. It was, I don't know. It just it, he just been out the game too long. But it was like I watched it. It was like yeah. So I listened to a bunch of his old stand-up specials. Yeah, shits was fucking hilarious. And I'm just like too much time off or whatever. So hey. yeah, Sinbad was the greatest. Sinbad, he, what was the one special that I wasn't allowed to watch but I ended up watching anyway? It was one in, like, I want to say late 90s, early 2000s, right at that time that movie was made, where there was a time where Sinbad was the shit, where he was, like, the black comic, mm-hmm. and and that was great, and and now he's gone, and then the other black comic that was my favorite, just to go off on the rail, uh, Bill Cosby, my favorite, I would say my favorite comedian of all time, I can't say I like him anymore because of that nonsense. And it's infuriating. Do you honestly believe it, though? I mean, uh, I mean, do you think he raped them? I think he raped them by today's definition of rape. Again, they, it's hard. That's a fucked up thing because the times are just different. Yeah. Uh, I, was like, I, mean, I, was like, I remember they said he raped some woman back in 1969, which is a little after the uh, civil rights movement. I mean, I think it would be kind of hard for you to get away with it. Thing, I like, I know they didn't advance that quickly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, 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 I think like a year or two after Martin Luther King's death or something like that. Oh, that's why they let them all. They killed Martin Luther King and they let Bill Cosby out. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> we gotta give him one. All right, Bill. All right, Bill. Bill all right. We're, we're turn the other way. Yeah. You, right. you, you, you zip zapping doomed up all the way over there. And then and then Tumblr came. Uh, was it Hannibal Burris came out of nowhere yeah. and fucked his shit up? But <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I, it's kind of like the Michael Jackson thing. It's like, is it okay to like Michael? Yes, it's okay to like Michael. Is it okay to like Bill? Co- I think it's still okay to like Bill Cosby. But he's, I mean, a- allegedly he did all these horrible things. If he did all these horrible things. You know, obviously I'm not gonna be like, oh, he's still great. No, he's not. The one person I don't believe who actually got raped is Janice Dickinson. If you ever listen to her story, it's kind of like. It's very, like, I listened like, several different interviews of hers. And then, um, because, like, Janice Dickinson, like, right, was, like, on the other side of the world. And he, like, he was, like, I want you, I need you to come here now. And, like, the story was all the same, right? Yeah. It was, like, oh, I can get you a spot. And, like, I heard you want to, like, act or you want to sing or something like that. I can get you a spot on the concert. I can get you a spot on the concert. Or I know people, stuff like that. So, it basically sound like a dude who got the hookup, whatever, but... You gotta give me sex, and then I'll push you through, or whatever, right? Yeah. And then like Janice Dickinson's like, she's like, oh, I was in like Japan or something like that, like uh, at modeling at the time or something like that. And he's like, you have to come here now. So he flew me from Japan all all the way to where he was, and then it was in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so this motherfucker flew you all the way to Japan, <laughs> and you didn't think something was suspicious? <laughs> right. Then, like, that's the that's the ultimate like then. This I, I want. I want to get something for buying a girl dinner, let alone right. flying her from Japan from to, then, to Japan. Then um, she said uh, she was like she had just got out of rehab, so she didn't want to take any drugs, or whatever. Right? So she was she was drinking some uh, wine, and then the guy who was interviewing her, so you were sipping, so you were drinking alcohol? No, not alcohol, wine. Fun <laughs> fact, fam, that's actually more higher alcohol, alcohol ten, contact than beer. So, uh, uh, I was like, wait, what? And, then, and he was like, yeah, so he handed me a pill because I had menstrual cramps or whatever, right? And then I remember he was very big. And it was very, it's like, I don't remember much. I don't remember. I was like, this is like, I don't remember much. I don't remember much. But then I remember that he was, <laughs> it was very big. And um, 
It was painful. And I was just like, Damn, <laughs> That's all I was like, he packed it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Dude. I don't know. By the way, just because there's people who care, of course, we're not victim blaming. We're not doing any of that. We're just wondering if some of the accusations, there could be some that are very real. I don't know. I haven't listed all of them. I kind of ignored it because I, I like to think of Bill Cosby as uh, the I Spy Bill Cosby, as the himself special Bill Cosby, Cosby Show Bill Cosby, um, the Russell to whom uh, to my brother whom I slept with CD Bill Cosby Fat Albert Bill Cosby, Fat Albert Bill Cosby. Little Bill, Little Bill, 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 Co- Bill Cosby yo man it's too like, much it's too I'm much. not victim blaming I'm just saying that all these women and then say people said they knew so it seemed like after a while like if this was continually rampant and stuff like that um, it kind of seems like something like someone because he paid like a lot of people off yeah that's what I heard <laughs> also so. So it seems like some of these women who were like going like, "Oh, he raped me, got to pay her off." Oh, he raped me, got paid. So it became like, uh, yeah, you know, the thing over time. So it's kind of if I ha- if I if I met him at any point, I could just say that now he raped me. Yeah. So it's but kinda, um, so I'm, Jake Lloyd went off the ranch. <laughs> I don't know how we got to Bill Cosby, but yeah, I don't, you, you would all. But you know what, man? You guys, at the end of the day, this is no longer pot racing. It's no longer pot racing, man. It's no longer pot racing. You can't. He hit his peak. He's done. He ruined his life. You ain't with Obi-Wan no more, man. Ruined Sinbad's life. They yeah. didn't ask him to come back for the sequels. They he's 26 years old. He's John Boyega's age, probably, or a little older. Hey, he could have he been the new the Black Stormtrooper. Rachel Dolezal could have done been, it. He could have been the new Black Stormtrooper. He could have been an entourage. Uh, <laughs> because there was, there was a child. It was a child. Uh, there was a child. Very true. There was, could have been an entourage. There was, child, there was a child star in that movie. I forget exactly what movie he was from. But he would play. He played the jealous, rich son, rich Billy Bob's. He played Billy Bob Thornton's son, like the jealous, rich son. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, that that kid. He's from. I forget what exact movie, but he was like in a few like uh, like he was like a child star. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's big and fat now, and he wasn't even like he was fat. Yeah. He was just like kind of chubby, yeah. but his face yeah. is like real fat. Yeah. Like he's been eating good. He's been eating carbs. So. You Dude, that would be that's okay. That's it, Jake Lloyd. I want you to listen up. I know you're listening out there, Jake Lloyd. Just got out of prison. That should be your new fucking angle. Play yourself in fucking sitcoms and other movies, being a jackass. Wait, who's Jake Lloyd? This kid right here. Oh, okay. Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Anakin, play a jackass. Anakin, play a jackass. Like Michael Sarah did it in This Is the End. Oh Everybody yeah, was he was like, fucking great in that. He was just an great, asshole. Yeah. Just Jake Lloyd. Just be like, you know what? Everyone knows you're bitter about being Anakin Skywalker. Just be bitter about Anakin Skywalker on camera. Are you more ju- are you more upset that you play Anakin Skywalker or that your movie sucked and you was Anakin Skywalker? That's the real <laughs> right? Everybody, no, everybody hates you. No, everybody blames you for the movie fucking. No, sucked, no, the, that has to suck, right? It's yeah. That and the black dude who is underneath Jar Jar Binks. The, just those two people are responsible for the whole downfall of that movie. No, I think I think he had what was coming to him. I think Jake Lloyd. Was talking shit the yeah. entire time he was in elementary school, middle school, or whatever school. I'm Anakin Skywalker. Suck it, suck it. I'm Anakin Skywalker. Look at me, guys. Go see me next weekend in Star Wars. I know you're gonna be there, bitches. I bet you he was like, <laughs> I bet you everybody hated him around Halloween. Yeah. He was like, Oh, you dressed him as Darth Vader? Oh, I was him in real life. I was him on a movie. I got paid. Are you dressing for that. up as me for Halloween? <laughs> there you go. Just, <laughs> just. Oh, you dressed up as a young. You dressed up as Skywalker. Oh, aka me, bitch. Hey, he, he comes to Halloween in his actual costume. Who's your set. daddy? I am. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, see Jake Lloyd. There's hope for you yet. You have just 
Just embrace it. If you embraced it and were still a jackass about it, that's the thing. He tries to deny it and he's a jackass about it. That's not fun. He goes yeah, He like, goes to conventions like, I'm here to sign photos. Well, so, and then people ask him, you know, hey, how was it being Anakin Skywalker? You know what? I don't want to talk about that. Shit ruined my life. He's a little sourpuss about it. I've heard multiple stories where he's just like a little dick about it. Joe's dick at conventions? Fucking Ralph Macchio. Fucking Daniel-san from <laughs> really? Karate Kid. Really? Yeah, I remember. I was like, oh, fucking Ralph Macchio. Like, I was yelling shit at him. And granted, I was probably being obnoxious. And I got my camera out and be like, oh, fucking, I'm going to take a picture. It says Ralph Macchio on his banner and fucking Karate Kid shit. And he's right there. It'll be kind of cool. And he, like, turned around. I was like, oh, you're, you're fucking Daniel-san, man. You haven't done shit since then. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> you're Ralph Macchio. Yeah. You're, Don't be a dick. <laughs> you're as old now Look as Bruce Mr. Campbell. Was. Bruce Campbell's just walking around being a madman. <laughs> but anyway, it wasn't Norman Reedus pretty cool. You met Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus was ch- pretty chill. He like talked with everybody, and then um, uh, Michael Rooker was insane. He was like hitting with every hitting on every fucking girl and their moms. It was fucking hilarious. And then a uh, cool cool dude who I actually got to talk with for like a good 15, 20 minutes was um, John Bernthal. Oh, fucking Punisher? Punisher, yeah. Dang. Which one? And the new Punisher. So the new Punisher John, for uh, the, Have you ever watched Walking Dead? No. Uh, I'll show you right now. Anybody, you ever see Grudge Match? Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro's son in that movie. Okay, yeah. No, I, I mean, like, I mean, like, I thought it was saying, like, the, the actual, not the guy who just got elected as, Pun- as Punisher. I thought he was actually, yeah. like, I thought he were talking a about. The previous uh, Punisher, that guy right there. Yeah, I thought he was talking about the previous two Punishers. I thought you were talking about one of those two. Oh, no. Thomas Jane? Or the, no, or, or the other guy that nobody cares about, but the, apparently right. that was a better movie. The Ang Lee Punisher wasn't Ang Lee. Anyway, Warzone. Yeah. Warzone was dope. Warzone was dope. War, Warzone was dope as shit. It was slept on very much. Like the original Punisher, I was just like, I was just like, it was too emotional. Like and like, they said it was better, but Warzone was actual like, yeah, Punisher. I heard, Punisher. I heard, yeah, I heard Warzone was pretty good actually. Yeah, like War, Warzone was very dope, and I felt it was better because it was an actor who wasn't like known and like like had this already stigma behind him. And then, like the uh, the villain was fucking like I like actual like who like the villain was supposed to yeah. be who was crazy as shit. And then one part like, like Buzzsaw? yeah, yeah. And then one part like uh, they went like he was going like he went an entire building was killing motherfuckers up. <laughs> Warzone was Warzone was literally Warzone. I was like this is way better than the other one, but I never heard about and it. You before. see, white people shooting up shit and they make a movie about it makes millions of dollars. Yeah, God damn it, you guys. God. Well, that one didn't make millions. <laughs> oh, it, well, it, well, it probably, it probably it did, eight. but it, it was way under what it was. It's like two million, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Still millions. <sighs> All right, folks, this was a long episode. And, man, it got dark there. It got light there as well. Um, but we're alive, you guys. I think we solved the world's problems. White people stop being crazy. Black people uh, keep doing your thing, keep protesting, keep fighting the good fight. Uh, Latinos, speak up. God damn. Speak up, god damn it. Because. Please. Because no one's gonna do it for us, or or the worst part. Here's here's the worst part about this whole thing. I did a video and it got shared like 50 times. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that 50 people agreed with what I had to say. My dumbass. Imagine someone with some actual intellectual pay dirt behind them. You know, like I got I got a friend in Harvard. I got a, I got friends in like the special programs that just graduated from the special program at USC and shit. Like the like the ultimate scholars at USC. And I have I heard like you know a general Facebook status. A general Facebook status like, oh, this is bad. All the things that happened in Charleston, prayers go out. It's like, you gotta, you gotta say more. You can't just, you can't be complacent. Now is not the time to be complacent, you guys. Oh. And, and, and Jake Lloyd, God rest his soul. 
<laughs> I don't know. I said turn around. Poor 26-year-old. See, he's the real kid, you guys. He's the real kid that's the we'll victim. Replaced after one movie. Yep. Also, uh, uh, in closing, uh, is it me or was the princess like a little pervert uh, waiting for like a 10-year-old kid <laughs> to grow up a little bit to have two kids by him? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, anybody else notice that? I was just like, uh, did you just get this like former 10-year-old kid? Uh, right. After what we saw from the prequels, though, like when fucking Luke and Leia like, fucking kissed and I was like, that's your sister, bro. No. That was still weird, though. Like, I found it was like, and then she started, I was like, why is she fucking with Obi? I mean, not Obi-Wan, but what's the dude? That- uh, Anakin. No, 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 no. I mean, like, like, Cork. In, the, in, like, the first three, the first three, uh, who drives the white ship? I mean, who drives, flies the white ship? Him and, uh, him and Chewie. Chewie. Han Solo? Han Solo. Han Solo. Was, cause I'm, <laughs> when I was watching it when I was little, I was like, I was like, so why isn't Princess Leia kissing on, what's his name anymore? And it's on his sister. But they kissed in the first one, though. I was like, <laughs> the hell? Hey, you can't do that. Does it undo that shit? <laughs> And 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 uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Hayden Christensen also didn't get the good end of the Anakin Skywalker curse either. He's he he was in who was in the movie Takers. That's that's really all you can oh, say. Oh yeah, he was in the movie Takers. That really looked familiar. Which which if you look if you look up the movie poster for Takers, it is the worst movie poster of all time. It looks like hella Photoshop. <laughs> I'm gonna show I'm gonna show Corday right now. You've seen it. No, you look at this. Like I think Paul Walker's in. No, that's not Paul Walker. So, Paul it is that's Paul Walker. That's, that's Paul Walker. Yeah. Paul Walker's head's like photoshopped in. Like his collar comes up, and then his neck is just black. Is, isn't Ti and Chris Brown in that movie? Ti and Chris Brown. Chris Brown has his chin like on the top of his tie. He's like this, like he's trying to make a double chin for himself. Uh, Idris Elba's in there looking badass as shit, but yeah. he's the only one. What happened? What happened was uh, this movie was going to come out a lot sooner than when it did, but Ti went to jail. Like actually, T.I. was supposed to have a bigger role in this movie. Is what I actually heard, uh-huh. and so they had to film like most of it without him because it was like in between. But actually, he was supposed to have a way bigger role in it. That's what I actually heard. Because I remember it, it came out like a whole year later because they was waiting for him to get out of jail. Oh. So they had to redo the script. God, it was funny like how in the movie he was locked up and then he got out and they started doing all the shit. I was like, hey, that's the actual guy he's playing. Hey, based off real events. But anyway, folks, this has been the Fantastic Voyage. Right now is we're going to do all of our plugs. So you can find me, Sammy Gonzalez, uh, on Twitter at The Mexcellence. You can find me on The Mexcellence. Mexcellence.com. No, let me reverse that. Facebook.com slash The Mexcellence. You can find me on YouTube. uh, YouTube.com slash The Mexcellence, D-O-T-C-O-M. Just look up The Mexcellence on uh, YouTube. Just use the search engine. You'll find us. And you also find the rant I was talking about. Uh, Go give it a watch. Um, It pretty much... Puts everything into perspective uh, that I believe in this whole type of mess. Uh, on SoundCloud, which is where you're listening to us, or on iTunes, where you're listening to us, on mm-hmm. SoundCloud, you can find us on SoundCloud.com slash the excellence, D O T C O M, the excellence.com spelled out. And on iTunes, since we're new, we're not showing up right away, just look for the excellence and you'll find us right there. Just make sure to put both of those words in, and you'll find us on iTunes, which is dope. Uh, last but not least, um, there was something else, but I think that's it. Nope, that's it for me. Uh, yeah, so, oh, last thing. This show is brought to you by MexcellentShop.com. That's M-X-L-N-T Shop.com. For every shirt sold through the Mexcellence, one shirt gets donated to a child in need. Uh, so let's get back to the community, shall we? And so, uh, Gergi, where can they reach you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at M-X-L-N-T-G-E-R-G. That's Mexcellent Gerg. Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live as, um, the Mexcellence. Sweet. Play some games with each other. Be fun. 
Um, I'm playing Destiny because I have apparently no I have no like end to how much torture I want to do to myself <laughs> because that game is God, so you are going to be the death of me. So you are a proper Catholic. The self is it immolation. What is yeah. that? <laughs> That's yeah. your way of doing it. Just just playing yeah. Destiny. And then at the RT site as well. On the RT site, yeah, uh, my government name is Guillermo. Uh, for those of you, anybody listening that's going to RTX, I will be there. And so will Sammy. I'm hopefully trying to sneak in. Uh, don't tell anybody that I'm trying to sneak in. But anyway, I'll be in Austin, Texas as well during that time. Uh, we'll go over that in a bit because we're going to be doing some shows from Austin. Um, last thing, also, for the record, because they've been a huge supporter for us, I like to throw out the, the IBTNG podcast. Uh, me and Gerg have been uh, guests on that podcast for a while, and uh, Felix, the guy who's in charge of that site, um, has been pimping us out a lot. I do appreciate him and all he's done for us. He helped get us on iTunes just by showing me the link because I'm not that smart. Um, but yeah, uh, IBTNG, it's a podcast that goes on weekly. Uh, he is also doing a show called The Gamer's News Desk, where he's putting out new podcasts, I want to say every day even, for uh, regarding gaming stuff. So Gamer's New News Desk ibtng.com go look them up fantastic uh i would say uh, sister website to them excellence and last but not least our we'd like to give a very very special thank you to our guest host tonight corday thank you so much for joining us no problem man where can they reach you at uh you can reach me on several different uh social networking sites i'm start off with facebook at uh corday speaking in general snail middle name is one word uh, you can find me on Snapchat at Corday Shoot Five. You can find me on Instagram at Corday Took Your Pick. How do you spell Corday, by the way? Cor- oh, Corday is actually spelled C O R D E. Uh, so yes. Uh, so so Cord. Nah. Cord Took Your Pick. is French. It's French. Stop saying. I hate when people say Cord. It's like Cord spelled C O R D. There's no E in Cord. So or Cord Like no, that's not me. So Corday <laughs> is spelled C O R D E. Snell is spelled S N E L L. It's German. Hey, First, took your pick. It's spelled took your pick. Took your pick. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at Corday May Your Day. But it's instead of like your like like the actual word. It's like it's you are. So it's Corday May You Are Day. So so he he has a different name for every bit of social media. He is on Friendster at Corday is fucking amazing. <laughs> he is on uh, uh he is on Zanga. As Corday has balls Damn, of steel, <laughs> and he's also on MySpace still. It's just Corday, like he's the only Corday. Yeah. Right. Oh, also you can f- look me up on YouTube. I have a Corday Snail a YouTube channel. Uh, it's up, but I, I don't get too many followers. But, uh, but whatever, yeah. I'll follow you. I'll, I'll follow yeah, you. Yeah. So uh, Corday, this is an open invitation. You can come back anytime you want. Great. Uh, I'm gonna take a listen to this one, see how popular this one is, and like. You did good, man. Just, just I thought you would. I didn't, I didn't doubt that. So I don't know. I don't know, man. You might, we might be having more of the black excellence come back. I'm only downstairs, man. You might as well invite right? me up, man. Yeah, I'm, a- <laughs> I'm literally downstairs <laughs> underneath <laughs> where we're filming at. So you might as well just come get me. Like, are you doing anything? No. All right, let's, All right, let's, let's go. do a party. Let's go talk some shit. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it yeah. for the fantastic boys. Thank you for listening. Uh, where we take you to. The land, land of, of funk. funk to the land of funk, funk to the, the land, land of. of hit it. Excellent. Not good enough. Excellent. <laughs> My brother's not here to do the ending speech thing.
right? Corday, I'm just trying to listen like you guys. I'm lost too. So, you know, first time uh, listeners, we're lost. I'm lost too. Corday speaking in journal snow. The, show, the show's over. Okay. The show's over. All right. My Stop. Bad. No. <laughs>